open up the app and the music appears But you don't see the hard work, blood, sweat, tears Three minute videos, days spent filming those Airports, sound check, live shows, studios, managers, promoters Labels, graphic design, there's a lifetime behind every rhyme Victory, failure, profit and the cost If we don't pass it on, then the history is lost Want an album review? Then you're paying for ads You want a half-page story? Cost you double for that And the radio's the same, gotta show them the money Cause they shelter and their listeners like bad boy Bubby Ignorance is bliss, but it isn't if you're missing the foundation That's why we had this conversation You wanna know the real deal? Here it is You're tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Beers all right, let's do it. This is the Biz Beats and the Biz podcast broadcasting for another week live from the Shire Studios, as we always do. You know how it goes if you've been tuning in for a minute. Now we are at uh, episode seventy-four, and I can't wait to get to this guest—a legend of uh, a legend of all things fucking Melbourne culture, hip hop, skate, and all that sort of shit. But you know how we do it. Before we get there, well, let's just recap last week, right, quick, man, because we had uh, Alec from the Craze Co. A um, a fucking like a guerrilla marketer man like you know a weed activist um just to put like just doing crazy stunts man like taking 420k up to fucking parliament house you know um petitioning um fucking scomo and all that kind of shit like man what a, a legendary dude man like a really good dude live from sydney he's done a lot of stuff in the culture and it was always good to get you know different perspectives when we're doing this shit because we're always looking at different people doing different things and you know man he was uh <clears throat> he's definitely one of those dudes and um it was dope talking to him, man, and I was stoked to have him come through kind of last minute. We had a few fucking few hiccups last week, but man, you know, we always, you know, we stay about this life and we stay about being about it. So, you know, it was great, man. It was an honor to talk with uh, Craze. What else did we talk to him about? We're, you know, just running various businesses, man. The man was a, the man is a straight hustler, you know. He's out there, he's selling all various fucking bits and pieces, you know, from his days in graffiti in Sydney, and um, you know, once again, just all some of those fucking crazy stunts. It's definitely an episode worth going back to if you um if you haven't checked it guys because it was a um yeah it was a crack it was good good fun talking with him too man he just fucking came through shot the shit with him we caught him after work when he was wrapping up but you know like he's been on the news been on the project been on you know various tv shows and um you know had a little bit of media attention over the years and stuff for some of those stunts you know the king's cross joint that he did they set up a grow room in or you know a fake a fake grow room in king's cross what was the name of that um what was the name of his campaign um who we heard who are we hurting? That's exactly right. Who is marijuana hurting? Let's be perfectly fucking honest. It's a very good question, you know, particularly with all this other nonsense going out here and we're so fucking, we're so, um, you know, so caught up in legislating against the use of a fucking grown plant that has so many fucking benefits, medicinal, um, you know, material, all kinds of things. But, you know, man, once again, go back to that episode. Go check it out. You know, we're out here doing this shit and big shouts to uh, Alec, big shouts to the Craze Collective out there doing their thing. Now, Shouts to yeah. all, shouts to all our Patreon members out there. If you want to get behind this podcast, we say it every week. But man, come on, let's fucking let's start getting those fucking pod, uh, those fucking Patreon numbers up. You can kick into this podcast for as little as a dollar a month. That is fuck all. Even during this COVID, even during these fucking crazy times, man, you can kick into this podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Head to patreon.com forward slash beers beats the beers, and you can kick in fucking whatever you want, whatever you can afford, however you 
you want to be about it, <clears throat> feel free to be about it. And if you can't afford to do so, so be it, man. Just click play on this podcast and uh, share us around. Um, find us at Beers Beats the Biz on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of shit. And once again, we have reels. Our reels logo tees are available. I got to get. I got to be about fucking um, promoting those shit. I had a bit of a big weekend. Uh, big shouts to um. Actually, yeah. While I'm yeah, while I'm on the mic talking about that, big shouts to um. Uh, the collective putting on the midday marauders thing up here in Brisbane. I went and checked that out on Saturday. Big shouts to DJ Catch, Jigsaw Jeff, Fib. Uh, a lot of dudes we've actually had on this podcast, man. It was a legendary day. Toby G, um, you know, and shouts to uh, Lenny Lenz. Happy birthday to Lenny Lenz. And big up to my man Chubbs for getting us a table yeah. there and stuff like that. It was a cracker of a day. I kicked on well into the next day. And um, yeah, it was a fucking absolute ripper, man. So happy birthday to the boys. Big shout Oh, happy birthday to Lenny. Big shouts to the boys that uh, organized that event because. Because, yeah, it was a ripper of a day, man, being out. And, you know, particularly when, uh, you know, this country is um, kind of, you know, it's kind of fucking suffering under the fucking weight of all this COVID shit and the language and all that kind of thing. You know, the isolation, the fucking restrictions and all that kind of bullshit. And, you know, I fear that fucking Brisbane may be heading into that shit this week. We're fucking hearing about cases in the media and all that kind of thing. But, you know, we're not going to worry about that now. You don't come to Beers, Beats and the Biz for a uh, up-to-date discussion on COVID, you know, or <laughs> nor, an inf- nor an informed discussion on COVID for that matter. But, you know, we'll see how things go. We'll cross our fingers and hope for the best. Let's hope they can remove this ring of steel around Sydney. I mean, you got to love the terminology that's being used out there at the moment. I mean, it's absolutely fucking – it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's fucking – you know, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, if you want to support this the podcast, initialising the PPLs, the oh, bro, the CRIs, the fucking WTFs, the, dude, oh, man, Jesus how is it? Christ. How is it? How is it? All right, well, now that we've got this man on the mic, he's already okay. here. He's already with us. Listen, we've got Luke Jaffsy Curtis on the on you know via the Skype on the mic live from fucking Melbourne. He's joining us for uh, this episode of Beers, Beats and the Business. An honour to have this man here. He's um, <clears throat> you know, he's put out music. He's been involved in you know hip-hop graffiti but you know really made a mark in skateboarding in this country a legendary skater one of the uh one of the first skaters in this country to be sponsored and to actually earn a living off this shit and you know he's a uh a definitely a legendary melbourne figure definitely a, and you know by way of that a legendary australian figure it is an honor to have jaff c join us for this episode my man how are you jaff awesome i'm good thank you very much what an intro Oh, dude, man, it's it's yeah. fu- dude. What an intro, bro. That's um, you know, it's it's a brief, it's a brief summary of you know so much that you've um given this culture and given us in this country, man. You know, and we got to get into it all. I mean, miles ago for their second, was it the second or third release? They put out your joint, your joint with uh, Ransom from years back. You know, like and even going back to like the blank DVDs. You know, this is what I got to say. Jaff was a blank uh, a skater for the blank team early on. Um, you know, a you dirt could, bag, original dirt bag. Original Original dirt bag. You can go back to um. You can go back to Raf Boogie's episode. We spoke on blank clothing and the and and the impact blank had around this country. You know, you know, I was a fucking man. I was a huge advocate of blank man. I copped. Man, I copped so much blank gear over the years. It was fucking crazy. You know, and it's good to see blank back back in effect. You know, with this episode, I got to promote all the blank stuff because uh, you know, make sure I put up links to the websites and all that kind of shit. But you know, beyond fucking beyond being a, a phenomenal skater, man. Like I was telling you just off the mic, like a a real 
real sort of aggressive, assertive skater dude. It didn't seem like anything was ever off boundaries for you, but you put out music, you know, you're um, – I remember Hoss telling us, we had Hoss Flair on the podcast, you know, however many episodes ago, and he was telling us about you being one of the first rappers out of the Western suburbs, you know, the first rappers – one of the first rappers he was ever aware of, you know, and shit like that. So, I mean, Jaff, my bro, we got to get into it, man. But, like, just, I mean, in recent Let's time – in, t- yeah. in recent time, bro, you've sort of come – you know, you've come out the tail end of uh, surviving bowel cancer or, you know, about with bowel cancer and, you know, you've loved you, um, you know, the prognosis is looking all good so far. Dude, can you just sort of fill us in on what happened or, you know, like, what, what yeah, like the, the fucking goings on of it all, man. Like how did all that sort of shit, how did all yeah, that Yeah, man, sort- well, um, I think thankfully for um, like the lockdown of COVID, I sort of got to spend a lot of time just sitting like hanging out with my missus, Brooke. Yes, yep. And um, she just sort of noticed, yeah, I, I just have like sort of more bowel, like noises and just, yeah, it was just weird. It was like I was eating a lot, but, yeah, I kind of, I don't know, I was just, yeah, it was just weird. It was just my patterns changed and um, mm, mm, mm. I actually just thought, I was just eating shit because we were getting a lot of takeaway at that time. Yeah. And um, because of the lockdown and I just thought, shit, I've got to eat healthier. Yeah. And started to, but that didn't sort of change. And then, yeah, started sort of feeling a bit like sketchy but wasn't sure if it was just from sitting on the couch every day, you know, not doing anything, not being allowed to go out. Yeah, whether it was like diet, and, um, diet related or whatever, you know, like just fucking yeah, lacking yeah, that energy. Yeah, yeah, shit I was doing or, yeah, the shit I wasn't doing, you know, just yes. like yep. not yep. moving, not leaving the house really. And, um, yep. yeah, then it was like it, I started losing like a bit of weight mm. and I like I've always been pretty slim, but it got to the point where it was like I think maybe like seven or eight kilos in a couple of weeks and it was just like fuck. You know that, fuck. That's a that's a lot of weight yeah, loss. Yeah, like the the one time I did go out, I saw a friend's wife, and she's like, "Fuck, you look skinny, dude." You know, and yeah, I was just like, "Yeah, you know, like Brooke's been saying it," and um, and because I hadn't seen anybody, like it, it yeah, it yeah. sort of never got mentioned. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then I actually just thought I had like I was constipated or so I didn't know what it was, mm. and went and got a um had a colonoscopy and yeah like half an hour after that they were like uh yeah you got bowel cancer Jesus you know like Christ. we'll have to come in yeah it was like fuck what the fuck like yeah yeah and it was like surgery yeah a few days after that so it was as quick as that what what like what was it, you know beyond the weight loss and shit like that like what was there pain? Were you were you feeling anything? You know, because I like you know, and I only ask, and you know, only fill us in on what you want to fill us in on, obviously, brother. But you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's just no, kind of like cool. you know, I mean, we're talking to an audience that is you know, like fuck, dude, I'm 40 this week, man. You know, and I and I've I had to have a colonoscopy recently. I was shitting blood. I'm not ashamed. You know, like I'll I'll tell yeah, people that were yeah. fucking. I mean, I came you know, cancer free and oh, all that kind of thing. For ourselves, man, bro. Yeah. That's what it is, man. You know, that's what it is. Yeah, what, what what were you seeing beyond the weight loss? Um, well, it was, I, I wasn't, yeah, it wasn't until like, um, I reckon about four weeks, five weeks until, or before the surgery where it got real bad. But I, I think I just, I just felt, um, full a lot. Yeah. 
but I kept telling myself, oh, no, it's just because it's Macca's or it's just because, mm. you know, I haven't had like a proper, you're like meat and three veg meal, you know, in a couple, in a few days. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when I actually did start feeling like sort of, it, it was more like um, exhaustion, like I'd, Early in the day, like, you know, say one o'clock, I'd start feeling a bit sleepy and then by four I'd be, like, asleep, Shit. you know, and then yeah. I'd wake up, like, later that night, eat and then sleep again. Yeah. But then they got there, there was a point where it actually felt where I could feel it It felt like, like a poison, like petrol or something, Ooh. like drip by drip sort of dripping <clears throat> into my stomach and yeah. I, I could feel that nightly... I could feel it start and then about an hour later I'd be like, oh, babe, I'm going to spew, you know, and Fuck. I'd be sick and, yeah, then I'd just pass out. And that, that went, like, on for a few weeks. Yeah, I reckon, like, every sort of second, third night. Yeah. But that was, that was yeah, that was when I was like, Fuck, this is, something's pretty full on. Yeah, something hectic going on inside. Yeah, and that was just as I, yeah, had the colonoscopy and... Yeah, fuck shit. It was, it was, man, it hit all at once. It was just like, yep, you're fucked, you know, like, mm. you got, yeah, it's in you. Yeah. Mm. But, um, mm. yeah, that's some shit. I mean, yeah, yeah it, like, like, you know, particularly, I suppose, as, <clears throat> you know, as a lot, as a lot of us get older, man, you know, and as, as men, we tend to, I suppose, we ignore, well, fucking not all of us, but, you know, like, I know I do personally, you know, you just, you kind of ignore those things. Brush you just, it off. Yeah, yeah, br yeah, brush them off, man, you know, and like you said, I uh, chalk yeah. it up to diet, you know. I've been much the same, man, like, since all the COVIDs and shit, like, I've noticed my diet just sort of go to shit, you know, I'm sort of making a far more conscious effort personally over recent times to, you know, <clears throat> try and eat like salads and, you know, just try, you know, just try and make healthier yeah. decisions, but fuck, even still, man, you know, I'm still drinking. I've been smoking for 25 years. I've fucking been drinking for just as long, you know, like it's, you know, yeah. like there's things, you know, we're getting we're getting into that stage of our lives where those things, you know, the, the way we've lived the first half of our life is going to impact that next part of our life, you know, so it's... Yeah, definitely. It's crazy, yeah, it's crazy, man. Well, you, so you've come out the other end of it. How, how was surgery and all that kind of thing? Um, fuck, it was really good, yeah. Yeah. But first of all, I just want to, um, just while I do remember, I just want to... Like give mad love to my like my girl Brooke for like pulling me up, you yes. know, and actually going, nah, fuck it, like let's just go to the doctor. Because I'm like, no, 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 it's just a sore stomach, you know. Yeah, yeah. And because it, it would be every second or third day that I'd feel sick, so yeah, I'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's good, you know. And then I'd keep it quiet for you know when the next time I felt it, then it'd happen again. And yeah, but thank God I was like she was there to say, you know, nah, you know, like. Yeah, you got to go get this checked. Let, let's go do it, yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. I, I honestly reckon I would have kept brushing it off till maybe <laughs> yeah. it was too late. Who knows, you know, yeah. Yeah, tell me about it, bro. No, I, I, I know but that. Fuck, thank you, babe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. No, big thanks to her, man. Big thanks to her for, you know, keeping you around yeah. and shit like that. And sometimes we need that person in our ear. I know, similar situation, oh, man. Like, yeah. I'm the same, man. I've fucking, like, wild horses can't dra drag me to a doctor most of the time, you know, because, you know, I'm just yeah. like, no, nah, fuck that noise, you know. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. man, doctors are just bearers of bad news, you know. That's that's the only reason you go oh, in there. You yeah. just go in there to hear bad shit, you know. So it's like, but you just got to 
fucking go do it. I was doing the same, man. Like I was shitting blood and then it would go away and I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm all sweet. And then you'd fucking do it again and I might chalk it up to a big weekend or something like that. And, you know, like, I mean, you know, touch, touch wood. I mean, it kind of came through clear. I had to go have a colonoscopy and all that sort of shit myself and all that kind of thing. But it's fucking, it's hectic, man. Eh? And it's, you know, it's that silent killer. Did you feel any pain or anything like that? Or was it just like you said, just that, that feeling of like being poisoned or something like that? Um, yeah, it was like, just when I was like vomiting, like just cause I was eating so little, like I wasn't vomiting anything and it was just like, oh fuck. yeah, it was like, fuck. And when you're as slim as I am, fuck, you know, yeah. like losing that much weight and trying to spew out more stuff. It's just like, fuck, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. What but you it was just, yeah. Like the worst pain was cramps and stuff, but mm. yeah. Mm, mm. the surgery was like to be honest quick and lovely you know like no shit i went in yeah went in and um i was meant to be in for like nine days i think and i was out on the third day just because like the morning after i was just like walking around going fuck where's that vending machine i need those up and goes because i <laughs> hadn't eaten in two days yeah, you know, and yeah. i was fucking starving yeah yeah and the, the team were like what are you doing walking around? I'm like, I need to eat. I'm starving. And they're like, I go, I can only eat the up and goes, can't I? And they're like, yeah, you know, and they were spinning out how quick, like I was recovering. And it wasn't until I told him like what I'd done all my life, you know, I was like, fuck, I've been a skater and yeah, my whole deal is about recovering from injuries, you know. And certainly, man. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Like getting back in the game as quick as possible. And yeah. That's as you, as you were talking. Then yeah. that's what I kind of thought. I kind of thought maybe that you know that's that skater's resilience, man. You deal with breaks. You deal with all kinds of injuries. You got to bounce back from them pretty quick, you know. Fucking yeah. bowel cancer. What yeah. they they cut cut something out the size of a fist, or you know how'd they go? Yeah, but, no, um, just over a third of my bowel actually. Fuck me. Yeah, like sort of, it's shaped like a question mark, and it's like the, um. The bottom sort of straight bit mm. up to the curve, if mm. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But um, oh, yeah, it's, it's nothing's changed, you know. Like fuck, I used to. I don't know how, why I'm so skinny, but I've always eaten like a fucking pig. Yeah, and I, I'm eating like a pig again, you know, and I'm yeah. loving it. It's just like yes. <laughs> have you? Have you? Uh, but you know, still not putting on any weight, you know. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. And like the reason I ask, man, once again, like I think it's important to talk about some of these things because you know we we tend to you know we tend to be like nah, fuck that, man. I'm not going to get that checked out. I'm not going to get that checked out. But once you hit these ages, you know, like once you fucking you know, I suppose once you're at the tail end of your 30s, heading into your 40s, man, when you get these niggling things or these things sort of happening in your body, these adverse kind of things happening in your bodies in your body that you know is different it probably pays to go have it checked out, man. You know, like it, yeah, it, fuck it yeah. definitely yeah. does. Have you made any lifestyle changes in that regard? Um, I've tried to eat better, like yeah. we did for a little while, but then the last sort of lockdown, yeah. like the last couple of weeks, fuck, we've been uber crazy again. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, Supporting local yeah, business, like, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can chalk it up to that. How, how are you surviving COVID, bro? Like post, you know, post surgery and all that kind of thing. Because I know COVID's been COVID's been pretty fucked down there for you know for a lot of Melbourne. Yeah, it has. Um, well, the good thing, like this year, has been a bit of a roller coaster for us because um, 
the start of the year was pretty fucked, but just after it, we ended up, um, like Brooke and I bought our first house and... Oh, congrats. Congratulations. Yeah, so we, just, we sort of got to move in and we're just sort of still settling in, you know, haven't had like the housewarming party and shit yet, but we're just sort of setting up and mm. yeah. Mm. Getting in. So that's sort of been our, yeah, our last couple of months just... That's the way. Take yeah, your mind. You know, take your mind. Around, yeah. That's it. Take your mind off all the fucking nonsense going on around you and all that kind of shit. You were saying off mic. You've that's just kind it. of. You've kind of just fucking. You know, just kind of blacked out to all the fucking all the white noise that surrounds COVID. And I know I'm. I know I'm much the same, man. Like I've just. You know, I've got to turn the TV off, even to the point. You know, like. You know, I mean, I think it pays to talk about the sort of mental health, the mental health impacts that all this kind of, you know, extreme language and shit is having. You know, like I got a dude, I got a fucking six-year-old daughter, man. We had the we had the news on the other morning. I'm getting ready for getting her ready for school, and I got to go off and start my day and shit. And um, you know, I said they were talking about the fucking vaccinations and all that sort of shit. And you know, each to their own, man. I'm not fucking casting judgment on anyone, but you know, I'm like, no, fuck that. I don't want to get fucking vaccinated. I'm not, you know, I'm not ready for that yet, man. I'm not about to fucking cross yeah. that bridge just yet and you know my daughter turns around to my wife and she's like oh mummy I don't want you to die I don't want you to die you know and I'm just like man we got to turn this fucking TV off you know because a six-year-old girl look is what start- it's doing yeah look what it's doing man look at the impact the it's effects, having yeah you know it's 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 fucking crazy man it's you know it's crazy the impact this shit is having you know even up here in Brisbane where we've um you know compared to the other states particularly Melbourne and Sydney at the moment we've kind of survived it you know, largely unscathed. We've gone into short lockdowns and come out of them. We had a longer one last year, but man, yeah. you know, regardless that, you know, the news is national these days, it's 24 seven and the language, the, you know, the isolation, the restrictions, you know, we were talking about it earlier, man. Like it's just, you know, this, this kind of fucking language that's going on out there and the, the, the hysteria that surrounds it, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I suppose it's good moving into a place and being able to have that, that, that distraction, you know, so to speak. Yeah. It ha- yeah, it has been, yeah. You're still in the we- – sorry, mate, continue. Oh, it, like we got new cars as well, so we've also had – Oh, word. <laughs> it, it's like, yeah, man, fucking hit the road, you know. Yeah, but, fuck yeah. But, no, nah, it's been real good actually, like uh, just sort of cruising into it, you know, like – Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what were we going to say, still out west? Or- yeah, man, no, I was going to say, you're still out west? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's home, mate. That's where it's life, at. life, bro. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's the way. Well, as I already stated, like, you know, when we had Hoss on the um, podcast, you know, he, he said, man, one of the fucking, one of the first MCs he ever heard out of Melbourne was you, you know, coming out of the Western suburbs and also like going back to your career in skating. I mean, let's get into it, bro. Growing up in Footscray in the Western suburbs of Melbourne, man, like how much of an impact did, well, you know, obviously that was your surrounding, that was your environment, but, you know, what was going on there? How'd you, how'd you, you know, first jump on a deck and get into all this sort of shit um well just i was born in footscray first of all yeah and um yeah but uh just just through um i just started skate like i was into hip-hop and like yeah as soon as i saw beat street like from that day it was like i'm into this shit you know that's my music that's my dress that's my like you know my slang yes and I was like just a little, like a little b boy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Until I met a couple of like older dudes who could break and stuff, and they were like, "Man, you should skate," you know, like come, you know. And they were, you know, almost ten years older than me at that yeah. stage. Yeah. 
and they had a they had their finger on the pulse with skating. Yep. So I, I was kind of like taken under their wing, and it was it was fucking rad, you know, like they just knew what was up, and yeah, like sort of they started had, sort of steering you. Yeah, 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 and they were all like weed heads, but yeah. They were good about it. Like I was only, I was like maybe nine or ten, hanging out with like eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yep. like they were, they'd be like, you know, smoking bugs in the bungalow, and I'd be skating the mini, and like one of them would be like pretty much babysitting me, keeping me there, going, "Yeah, try this trick, try that trick," <laughs> while the crew were getting fucking ripped. You know, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like years <laughs> later where I'm like, "Fuck, I know what you're doing." You know, if I, let <laughs> me in, fuck. Punch him, punch him, bugs. You know. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And you, well, you, you were the little grommet. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with all these punks who were just like, "Why the fuck do you wear like baggy fucking clothes?" And yeah, w- w- what's with those fucking sneakers? You know, you should be wearing <laughs> these shoes. And I'm like, "Nah, man, fuck." Because skating was all punk then. Certainly. And yep. thank fuck it turned street and hip hop, and I, I was already there. You know, like yeah. So it was good. It was like. Now this is my shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Like in terms of skating, beyond beyond those, you know, that sort of punk influence, there were you seeing much in the media and all that kind of shit. As in, like, just is like, yeah, actual skating and stuff. Like I know, like from my own standpoint, like one of my earliest memories of skating and really sort of no, and you know, like I told you off mic, man. I'm no, I'm not, a, I'm no skater. Trav, Trav's more of a skater. Russ skated for a long time here in Sidious and stuff like that. But you know, one of my early introductions to skating was fucking Police Academy Four, bro. Citizens on Patrol. You know, like that shit was fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that shit blew my mind, bro. You know, like when I saw that shit. That's still to me to this day. That's still Joe Dirt's greatest performance, man. That fucking that David yeah. Spade cut, man. <laughs> Like yeah, you know. But like, what what were you seeing early on? The the first thing I um saw that I think hooked me was Lee Ralph. Like, do you know? Have you heard of Lee? Like, do you know? Don't think so. He's like an old, like an old Aussie. He's like a Maori, but sort of grew up in, like you know in Melbourne. Yeah. And was pro for Vision, like oh, uh, in like eighty eight, eighty nine. You know, like, and used to hang with like Gons, like him and Gons were like bros but yeah lee's fucking gnarly you know he's like a a big friendly giant like the coolest cunt ever you know and but just a big monster you know like yeah yeah and he used to kill like vert ramps like make them shake you know but i saw him at a um at a moomba it was on the like the uh, i think it was the rage without alcohol ramp yeah it was on a trailer yeah and I was just like, fuck, this dude's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I think a couple of weeks later, they built a ramp, like, um, just near the Westgate Bridge. Yep. And that's right where I lived. So, yeah, I was there every day. And then I saw Lee there. And, fuck, him just being a cool cunt, he's just like, hey, bro, how are you, man? You know, like, would always sort of support me. And when there was big sessions with the older crew, because they were like, he was, like, at that time, like probably about 21 maybe. Shit, yeah. I would have been about, you know, 11, 12 maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, trying to get runs with, like, fucking these grown men, you know. Yeah, dude. But Lee would always sort of get in there and go, go for it, bro, and let me jump in. And, yeah, he's a fucking rad kind of love him heaps, you know. Word. How, how, active did yeah, he, how, how active did he stay throughout the years? He killed it. He He's like, yeah. Uh, he's an icon, you know, like mm, mm, fuck, mm. like internationally, like 
a legend, you know, word, yeah. Word, word. But, was he, um, was yeah. he skating for Vision? Did, is that what you just said? He was skating for Vision? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had, fuck. yeah, like, fuck the, you know, sickest boards on Vision. Like, yeah, he's a, um, yeah, legend. But he just had some, um, it was kind of like legal issues with his visa and shit at the time in America and I, I'm pretty sure it was he he could stay in America but he couldn't have a, a pro board and get pro money like okay. like you know make shitloads but yeah yeah he stayed there for as long as he did yeah but he had the he's got the respect worldwide you know so fuck the money he's like he can go anywhere pretty much now and you know he's got love from like skaters all over so yeah that's word man that's word because i mean he's a, sorry oh he, he's just one of my idols you know like yeah he's, yeah proper sick cunt. i love him big time you know that's dope dude that's dope. coolest dude that's dope and and you know I, I suppose like you know having those older influences i mean you know i, I think we stated at the outset and you know like once again just for fucking those listening you know for all the, you know any of the skaters tuning into this podcast for the first time man i'm like i'm not fucking right up on all the skating shit but man like jaff's legacy and history i think deserves being celebrated you know because his impact within hip-hop and in the broader well you know his hip his impact within fucking skating and then bringing hip-hop to skating in melbourne you know you became one of the most influential skaters in this country and represented hip-hop you know like the blank team was fucking hip-hop you know and all that kind of shit and doing all that kind of thing man i mean it's yeah it's just dope i want to hear about those early days were you did you sort of start out skating street or you know like how many fucking ramps and all that sort of shit were around back um, then um the only uh there, there was only it was all about vert ramps back then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there was a few around but um they're all on the eastern suburbs and stuff yeah and um yeah, they built one just near the Westgate at Spotswood, and that's where I learnt all my shit. Like, so I sort of learnt on vert ramps. It, that's where, it, yeah, I learnt all my like sort of fundamental stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then took it to street, and I, yeah, that, that's kind of what helped me out over the like the time you know of skating and making money and stuff was that I could skate vert or I could skate street. Mm sort of just as good, you know, and sort yeah. of so I could get work doing demos or going comps and stuff like that and yeah. Were there many were yeah, there but, were there many comps back then like in that period? Uh there weren't a lot but um yeah, that like they were yeah, they were sort of spread out through summer, you know, there'd be about maybe 5 or 10. And the good thing that I was hanging out with older skaters, they knew about all that shit, like yes. Yeah. So I was like, you know, 11, 10, like catching a train out to Knox and Greensboro and yeah. like Geelong and just, yeah, you know, like with all these older crew and that that was like the best exposure as a kid just to grow up, you know, because they were all like level-headed dudes. Like one's like um, at, uh, like a dentist now, you know, like, Fair like yeah. kills it, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like they're all like doing really well and. Yeah, not just like, you know, sort of stoner skater dudes. Like they yeah. all yeah. sort of excelled at their shit. Yeah. But, went, on, um, went on to more professional, like, you know, someone went on to professional careers and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's crazy, dude. That's but crazy. having them, that, that was the best, like, sort of life lessons, you know, I could have learned, like, because when I needed it, like, 
they'd kick my ass, you know, like, because I'd yeah. get a little smart ass and, you know. Yeah. And they'd be like, they'd slap me, go, nah, man, fuck, you know. Pull your head just in. Just pull your fucking head in, mate. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're still a little grommet, you know. Yeah, 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 for real. But that's, you know, yeah. And I suppose, and I suppose, fucking having like, having that board, having those older influences, and you know, you start sort of getting out around Melbourne and seeing what else is, you know, sort of going on out there. You know, like you discovered graph and all that sort of shit early on too. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, like I was writing before I was skating because, yeah. yeah, like from the yeah, like like I was saying, as soon as I saw Beat Street. Fuck, it was on, you know, like on, I just yeah. wanted to paint, scratch yeah. records, break, you know, rap, do whatever yeah. I could. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, man. um, yeah, yeah, so I was sort of, um, I was bombing a lot on the, like, sort of, yeah, like killing trains a lot before school, you know, like, mm. and that was before I was skating and, um, yeah, that was getting pretty hectic, like, because you could, just absolutely run a muck back in those days, like mm, yeah, and yeah, you know, and um, yeah, it was it was like fuck, a lot of us were getting into a lot of shit, yeah, and um, yeah, what I were just your, sort of what were your parents? What were you like? What were your parents thinking at that time? Like having you know, you know, being the young kid knocking around with a lot of older influences and all that sort of shit, or you know, older boys. Yeah, they they sort of at at the start they were like. Where the fuck have you been? You know, because I'd leave the house at like seven in the morning and get back at like eight thirty nine. You know, when I was like ten, eleven. Yeah, dude. And they're like, "Where have you been?" And I'm like, oh, "I've been out, you know, contesting Greensboro or just all over the place." And I think they used to spin out a bit, but like my mates were, they were they were straight up with my parents, you know. So, and my mate Ash, who like pretty much had me under his wing, he was like would come in, you know, and speak to my dad and be like, you know, how you doing? Yeah, I'm going to take him out here. I reckon it'll be good. You know, he's got a chance of winning a board or, you know, just shit like that. And mm. so my dad was, like, pretty cool with it. But I think my mum was always worried. But yeah, 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 I yeah. guess, yeah, you know, like, what, yeah. I guess the, back then you could do it, you know, like that's it. And there wasn't a mobile phone you know, in any of our pockets or anything, you know, in nah, anyone's pocket. Fuck. Like, you know, you just yeah. once you're out, you're gone. You know, like it's fucking yeah, find a payphone yeah. just to touch base or something like that, and to keep it moving. <laughs> fuck yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. What did you t like? You know, sort of developing your style on vert, like you know, going through a lot of your old videos, man. And you know, like you're one of um, you know, you're probably one of the most published, um, you know, published um. Uh, Australian skaters and stuff in all the magazines and all that kind of thing. Do you, you know, how did you apply what you were learning skating vert? Because, you know, I suppose the speed and shit that's required on skating vert, when I look at a lot of your street skating, man, like fucking the the speed and the aggressiveness of your skating, dude, like it's, it was just – Man, it's fucking, it's unbelievable to watch. And, you know, for those listening, man, go to yeah. YouTube, type in Luke Curtis Jaffa, um, you know, or, you know, if you want to find, you know, we're going to talk about his joints with Ransom and all that in time and all that kind of shit. You can find his joints, Jaff C. But, you know, Luke Curtis, man, some of the fuck, some of your skating, dude, like from the blank videos and stuff like that, the vandals and the dirtbags videos and stuff. I mean, you know, talk about that, man, like fucking, you know, developing that street skating. Um. Well, yeah, I think because, yeah, because I started on vert, like, so young, and I'm pretty sure because I was always skating with older dudes, always trying to keep up, like, I was never at the front, you know, I was always, mm. like, playing catch-up mm. with the older dudes, but, um, 
so I always went a little bit harder, you know, and used to eat shit fucking so bad, you know, like, fuck, I've had some good stacks, you know, and um, <laughs> no doubt. just just wanting to hang out with the older crew, you know, is yes. sort of what pushed me. And when, yeah, like, like, like skating kind of died out for a bit and I just sort of, yeah, did fuck all, you know, I was just smoking a lot of weed, doing nothing really. Mm, and, um, mm, mm. Then when I got back into it, like I, I was, I was, I was, I was getting right back into hip hop as well, you know, and um, just like got decks again, like you know when, like pretty young, I can't remember fuck what age it was, but um, I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna skate, you know, yeah, I want to, you know, scratch records and this and that, mm. and then a mate, uh, I can't remember what bit it was, but fuck, it, it was like there was something dope on it. You know, it was like either hieroglyphics or somebody like extra, extra prolific or something, you know, and I'm just like, fuck, I love this shit, you know? And it was like, yeah, with a street skater, you know? And he he was all like, it was all like, yo, check me out, you know? And I was just like, fuck, yeah, that's the shit, you know, like, yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah, like all, all the like sort of Kareem Campbell face and all the, yep. Like full homie black, you know, like, 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 yeah, you know, like G skaters, like, yeah, dude, yeah, absolutely. sort of coming in, yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is my music. Yes, yeah. I can do half this shit, you know. And yeah, you're dressing like just, them, I suppose, you know, like, fuck. Yeah, I was already into it, you know, and yeah, because yeah. dudes are like, I used to get dissed for the fucking the shoes I was wearing, you know, the big puffy high top Adidas's and stuff. For sure, for sure. And then. When it come back in, you know, like, dudes are like, fuck, they're fresh, you know, and it went from, fuck, what the fuck are you wearing that shit for to, fuck, nice kicks, man, you know, and yep. I yep. was just like, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, because that's, that's actually, just, that's actually yeah. some, not to cut you off, but that's something I noticed, man, like looking at your videos, I, I don't know that you were ever like fashion conscious or anything like that, but you were always a fresh skater. Like, man, you look fresh in, you know, in all these videos, dude, you're decked out, you know, like you look good, you know, like you're, yeah, the, you know, the way you- That's man. That's Raph Boogie and Mask, mate. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They 100%. fresh me out. Yeah. But yeah, a secret was as well, I always- I used to love matching, like, colour coordinating my kicks and hoodies. And yeah, yeah. I'd always do that. Like, if you look in the vids, if I'm wearing a red hoodie, I've got red kicks, you know. Right. Black hoodie, black kicks, like, shit like that. Straight up. You were, you were early on that outfit. Just, you were early on that outfit architecture <laughs> and how yeah, to put yeah. it all together. <laughs> and I was lucky to be sponsored by Globe to get – so I was getting free shoes and I could just be like, yeah, I'll grab, you know – a few pair of those in that color, a few pair of those in that color, Fuck. just matching the clothes I had, and yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, man, I, I want to get to, I want to get to all the sponsorships, and you know, I want to get to Globe and Blank and all that kind of thing. But you know, like I know, like from my own standpoint, you know, I'm fucking man, I've, you know, I've had part a passing interest in um in skating over the course of time. You know, I was into punk rock and shit. But like I like you know what you're saying about hiro and stuff. I used to hang out with a bunch of well, when I was in sort of you know my early years of high school up here. A lot of uh, skaters from, you know, at a suburb neighbouring this suburb here, Elgester, a suburb where Lazy and all them are from. But, um, like, there were a lot yeah. of skaters from that suburb and they were all, man, they all listen to Hyro. And I remember I'd pick up skate mags. I'd go buy a skate mag and shit like that and there'd be ads. Like, the first time I ever saw the Far Side and Madcap and shit like that, they had half-page ads in skate magazines, you know. So did you see, did you yeah. see a, a progression, yeah. did you see a progression 
you know, within skating where it became sort of less of a punk thing and more of a hip-hop thing or was it always? Oh, oh totally. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I, yeah, fuck, I took hold of that shit as yeah. tight as I could, you know. I was just like, fuck yeah, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was, was bugged. It, it was bugged out how it was bugged out how a lot of the skaters were always sort of, you know, they were kind of at the forefront of you know, t- you know, to my memory up here in terms of influence and stuff like that. They were at the forefront of what was sort of underground hip hop for me. You know, like when I was of an age where it was sort of gangster rap and just the accessibility that I had to you know the you know the the whoever's be it fucking anything from fucking EPMD to. I don't know, to fucking Snoop later on and all that sort of shit when Snoop started coming out. But these motherfuckers were on to like 93 till infinity and they were on to fucking Dell, yeah. you know. That's where yeah. I first heard Dell and all that yeah. kind of shit, you know. Like those dudes were on it, man, that 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 sort of influence. But, I mean, fuck, dude, can you, you know, before we get into, you know, the Globes and the sponsorships and stuff, can you tell us about Melbourne sale yards, man, that, that area you used to skate in Melbourne? The sale yards, fuck yeah. Love that place. Um, Was that in a city? Was that in town? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's um, it's on the block next to the library. You know where there's that like sort of wall ride statue sticking out of the footpath. No, oh, I fucked it. I probably do. I mean, I've probably been yeah. around there, but not. Or do you know QV Shopping Centre? Do you know where that is? Like, uh, no. on Swanston, like sort of up the top of Swanston Street. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Near the library with the grass and the stairs and. I don't know if yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, the top of the hill is Swanson Street, but um, I've spent a lot, man. We've, yeah. we've spent a lot of time in Melbourne over the years, but yeah, just like individual spots, you know. Like, man, my time in Melbourne might be a, a week at the a week at the most, you know. So like, we used to just be there for yeah. fucking a couple of days, and we'd be in and out. Probably walked past there a hundred times, but you know, yeah, I'm just, I mean, I heard about the sail yards, I heard about people skating the sail yards and all that sort of shit, and you know, I just wanted to sort of fucking, you know, fill the public in on a little bit more about it. Yeah, it was mad. Well, it was like, it was, it was fuck, it's sort of hard to, I don't, it was kind of like, um, like public space, like, it, it's where the first um, Queen Vic Hospital was in Melbourne. Okay, yep. Then they tore it down and sort of, like, built, like, grass and seating areas and they had, like, pla- like um, kind of like holes in the ground, like where they could set up marquees with poles and yeah. like they were the sales like that you'd see. Yep, yep. And they'd have like, uh, yeah, like flower festivals on weekends and shit like that, like, yeah. you know, kind of food festivals and little things like that. Yeah. Like little public events. But, um, it, yeah, because it was kind of like a public space, like a, like a city square sort of bit small, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and Surf Dive actually had a contest there. And they had all the, like, this summer Surf Dive ran these comps all over Victoria and they had, like, a wooden sort of street set up they'd take around. Yep. And and this was, like, the end of summer and it was, I'm pretty sure it was the last comp they were running and it was at the sale yards. And um, so there's all these wooden ramps there and we actually convinced them to leave a few of the old ramps there because they were getting all busted up and shit. We're like man, just leave this kicker here and just leave these, you know, this manual pad because there were, like, flower beds and we sort of stashed them behind it. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, because we want to come here, you know, tomorrow and skate, like, because we didn't really have anywhere to hang out. Yeah. And we were like, fuck, this joint's pretty cool, you know, and 
it was good because there was like bushes where you could rip bugs and drink, you know, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. could just do shit, you know, like yeah. rack stuff, you know, like <laughs> sell it there. Out. It was good. It was like a little. It was a good social spot. Yeah, dude. Was it kind of like but, um, was, was it kind of like a you know like I suppose like the rich like the Richmond Riders bench for right you know for yeah, riders yeah, but you know yeah. for skaters you know was that like kind I, of it, it con- was exactly that yeah, yeah like a co- place where everyone could congregate and shit like that yeah, how, yeah. how was how was security before that Sorry, yeah. there, before that there was a spot at um across the road from Flinders Street roof like rooftop yeah yeah or flatlands like and that's like that's where Fed Square is now but that used to. There used to be like a um, a downward ramp going to platform thirteen on Flinders Street, mm, mm. like where Fed Square is, and um, it had like a like a sort of smooth granite like rooftop, and like skaters used to hang out there and shit, you know, like a few years before the um, the Salyars kicked off. Yeah, yeah. And heaps of crew hung out there, like fucking back in the day, skinheads used to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. There and, and cause shit, you know, and this same spot, fuck, it's, it's got history. It's like the first city morgue of Melbourne, you fuck. know, and because it's right on the Yarra, so they could sort of, yeah, you know, keep bodies there and then ship them off. And, no shit. Yeah, it was like a, a fish market, you know, fuck. like 50 years after that and then a skinhead hangout, then a skate spot, you know, yeah. and then now it's Fed Square. Yeah, now it's Fed Square. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like the second half of that, like sort of half the same crew and a heap of younger crew all sort of just hanging out and drinking and smoking and skating, you know. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just kicking it like. Was it like was yeah. it kind of, was it kind of like steel sharp and steel? Was it just everyone just vibing off one another, trying to fucking you know everyone just trying to pull the best shit possible? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was fucking, it was real good, like, because it, it had a good, like, sort of crew vibe about it, and mm. all the crew that used to hang out there, like, Hoss used to hang out there, like, Bonesy. Ah, oh, yeah. Fuck, heaps of crew, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaps Be- of Melbourne heads, like, a lot of, like, graph riders, you know, they're all, like, skate-related and or have a good mate that skates, so everyone was, like, sort of in there. and Of course. It was fucking rad, you know, like, they'd be, like, some days there'd be like 80 of us, you know, yeah. just hanging out, like drinking, skating, smoking, yeah. Just getting into it. How was like fucking, how, just, like, how was the security and the cops and all that sort of shit around that time? There was, there were none, man. Nah? There was, there no was, one nah, fucking with you? Fuck. Like, like, we could drink long necks, you know, smoke pigs all day on the steps, <laughs> play music, play music out of beatboxes, like, yeah. you know, and. And, like, yeah, like, sort of just ripping down. There was stuff on the, like, the, the fence, and it was like a, um, fuck, it was kind of like two sort of big masts on each sort of column of the big main gates at yeah. the sale yards. Yeah. And I don't know what they used to put on it, but they were big, like, 50 mil, like, square steel tubing. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, fuck, man, that'd be grouse to like, you could grind, you know, because your trucks fit on it perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it was it was like Dyna bolted to the wall, you know, like, and the skate tool for a board fit. So we took that off the wall, laid that down on the ground and <laughs> put like a couple of bricks at one end because it had feet at one end, but it was freestanding at the other. So we put bricks at the other. 
session that and that ended up the council ended up welding another foot the same as that was on it and dynabolting that into the ground when they <laughs> officially made the sail yards because we, we were skating there that often and I guess there were that many of us there and I guess it was like we were like like project you know like yeah sort of yeah you know oh they're in that area sweet you know they're not all over the city yeah true true hanging true. here you know and elizabeth down at spencer you know they're like all at swanston and i think they liked it and yeah like i remember there was one night we were all like drunk coming back from a, like like somewhere in the city and we walked past there and we saw council trucks dropping off like fucking all these brand new ramps and shit and we're just like what the fuck yeah and they actually made it an official like council skate park fucking hell because of yeah because we localized it and like colonized it i guess yeah 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 but yeah that was fucking grouse you know like and they ended up actually like it got to the point where it was that like sort of popular they had to have ymca staff you know, from like swimming pools that would come there <laughs> for like first aid, and there was like a YMCA box where you know, like, no shit. Yeah, it just like, and they'd be like, "Hey, you guys can't fucking drink here," you know. Rah, rah. We're like, "Fuck, whatever," you know. Like, <laughs> we made your job, you know. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't be here if we weren't drinking here. Like, exactly. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, that was like fucking good times, you know. Like. I always find it funny, like, how sort of, you know, how culture and things kind of manifest, you know. Like, you go back to, like, you watch, like, even, you know, just, like, old Supreme, you know, the old Supreme movies and all that sort of shit and how those cunts used to, you know, they just used to be out front of that shop on whatever that fucking, I can't remember. I, I, when, I, when I visited New York, I went to where that shop was. But, um, <clears throat> you know, those cunts would be in the street letting off firecrackers, just smoking fucking spliffs, 40s, yeah. you know. like And it's funny how fucking that shit can manifest itself on the other side of the globe with, you know, and you wouldn't have even known that that was going on at that point in time, yeah. but there it was. And Dude, you know what we used to do on summer? This I, is no shit. Bonesy will testify of this. Yeah. We used to have, like, like a lot of junkies used to come into the the sale yards, you know, and use the dunnies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And when yeah. they would, we'd just, like, because like, they were kind of like, um, like a portable, you know, and mm. when they would, we'd just, like, throw rocks or you know bang the sides of it or and it, it, there was a stage where we started getting water bombs in um summer you know because oh, yeah. it's just that hot and we're drunk and we're like fuck let's get water bombs yep is this water bombing the tram so, drivers and shit yeah yeah tell us about it man at, in the sail yards <laughs> and try to get it into the open windows of the trams cruising down swanston <laughs> yeah. and there'd be like 30 of us all pelting the next tram you know and <laughs> rushing to fill them up <laughs> you know, like before the next one comes and like Yeah. And Bonesy like like actually got one in the tram, you know, in the driver, like what a pull up huh? in this like yeah. <laughs> but no repercussions, you know what I mean? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kept drinking, kept skating. Kept going. Yeah, kept going. Just That's unreal. Didn't Bonesy um and big shout, big shouts to my man Bonesy. Bonesy's a friend of mine too. If he Fuck if, he, yeah, if yeah. he tunes into this, big shouts to Bones. I want to get Bonesy on this That's podcast. That's where he was named Bonesy at the sale yards. No shit. That's where he got no the nickname. Shit. Yeah. Well, Bonesy Two Blades. Boy Rico. Rico yeah. Noah named him. Yeah. <laughs> 
Didn't he hold the record for getting fucking water bombs, water bombs in those trams or some shit? And they can't fucking hit like four or oh, so in a row or some shit. He's got a lot of records, yeah. Bungie, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> well, where does the nickname Jaffa come from? Oh, sorry, bro. What were you saying? Oh, no, Bonesy was a lot of fun to hang out with. Like uh, he still is. You no, know, he, like, he continues to be a lot of fun to hang out with, yeah. bro. Fuck Dude, yeah. I'll tell you. Anytime I'm in Melbourne, man, man, I'll tell you, bro. Anytime I'm in Melbourne, he will be one of the first people I see and the last people to leave as we go to the airport. No shit, Bonesy will hang with us yeah. for an entire weekend, man. It'll just be like, don't you like? You know, sometimes it's like, fuck, what are you doing, Bonesy? You got somewhere else yeah. to be yet, man? It's like, nah, man, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking here until you cunts go. So you know, just fucking yeah. sit there, yeah. sink piss with us all weekend, man. Our fucking legend. Big shouts to my man Bonesy. Big shouts. Fuck yeah. He, Mad he's, love. Yeah, he's doing, I think he's doing a lot of mixing for, uh, oh, he's done a lot of uh, mixing and mastering for Bigfoot. You know, for those, you know, for those that don't know, Bonesy <coughs> worked with a lot of death metal bands, um, he's worked in music and all that kind of shit. And, you know, he's had a big, Two Blades. That's it, the man Two Blades. But, you know, where does fucking, um, where did the nickname Jaffa come from, bro? It come from um, wearing a red Protec helmet. Yeah. And eating a packet of Jaffas and having <laughs> as simple as that, and the the un PC times of growing up back then. Where well, that's like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Fuck, you look like a fucking Jaffa. You yeah. know, like yeah. And yeah, it just it stuck. It stuck. You know. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. The older crew heard it, and then, yeah, that was it. It was yours from there on in. Because you even fucked. Yeah. Who was it? Um, who did? It, who recently did the? Um, you know, did the signature Jaffa deck device? The device skateboard device. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna repost that image, man. That's a man. That's an amazing deck that they did for you. And that's only that's that was only yeah, done just man. recently too, wasn't it? Yeah, they did it. Oh, they did it a, a little while back, a few years back. Um. Yeah, like maybe. Maybe about ten years ago, I think he did oh, a fuck, short run. Oh, okay. But then did another, like a sort of a better graphic of it, and that more recently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And who are Device Skateboards? Yeah. Crew coming out of Melbourne. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Coming out of the west of Melbourne. Sick. Like. Yeah. Tom VB, like old school sort of like West Side head. Okay. Word. Does heaps of you know builds. That's who I was actually building ramps with, you know, but. He builds like the fucking sickest shit, you know, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper he's a proper yeah, like ramp builder, like and bowl builder. Like he's legit. Yeah. That's dope. Actually, yeah, you were telling us just like just prior going to um just prior to uh kicking the interview off, um, Jaffa was telling us that he, you know, <clears throat> just before COVID and shit, he'd gotten into building ramps, you know, like and then fucking COVID hits and I suppose, you know, as it as it has done across this country, it's fucked a lot of small business, you know, like it's fucking it's made a point of that. Yeah. And, you know, building some of those ramps. Okay, so yeah, you're doing all that with him. What about um okay, let's get into some of the you know, like when the sponsors, when the sponsorships and all that sort of shit started happening, man. Who who was the first sort of crew, like, or who was the first sort of guys to, you know, who, first whoever to approach you, and um, you know, want to get behind you? Yeah, first dude was Raph Boogie. Ah, shouts to Raph, legend, yeah. legend. Fuck yeah, love that. He's, he's the man, you know, the legend. boss. Like, yeah. Can we find out just is- just quickly, not to cut you off, Jeff, but can you find Raph's no, episode? I don't want to give people the uh, give people the heads up. We had Raph on the show, he talked skating and you know all that kind of shit. We talked blank, but yeah, sorry, brother. Please, please continue. I want to tell no, people cool. so people yeah. can go back and listen to Raph's episode. Fuck yeah, check him out. He's yeah. good. Oh, he's a businessman. He's yeah, he's a motivator, man. He's isn't fucking, he? Fuck, he's doing some good shit, man. Like he's an inspiration, man. Like he's an inspiration. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely, bro. Fuck yeah, always has been. 
but yeah, he he was he come up to me at a contest like, um, yeah, I, I yeah I must have won this contest at Cranbourne, and he's like, "Fuck man, you fucking kill it." Yeah, your name's your name's Jeff. Yeah, I'm Raf. <laughs> I make this Raff. shit, you know. And he's like, holds up a t-shirt, and I don't know if you ever saw him, but one of their old school prints, it was like the pilot marker. Did oh, you yeah. see that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With vandals written down it. Yeah, yeah. It was yep. just that. It was just like, yep. I was like, oh, fucking dope. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we make this shit. Are you into it? I'm like, fuck yeah. You know. Yeah, dude. I paid. I, like, I paid forty five bucks for that tea from a store up here, probably Rocking Horse or Butterbeats or something like that. I had that tea on. Grey. Did you? Yeah, hundred percent. Fuck! I had heaps of those. Fucking still, and I don't have one now. Fuck. Oh, I can't. I'm the same. I had the hoodies. I had fucking damn this man. I had so many prints, like the tram print, heaps of the graph joints. Yeah. Like I love that blank gear, man. And that blank gear, the fucking shirt would fucking fall apart around the print. That's how good they were, man. They would last, yeah. man. You, you'd, you'd still have them hanging in your cupboard today, you know. And if the yeah. fucking shirt, yeah. if the shirt had just fucking deteriorated, you'd still have that print, man. Like that, they were fucking so well made. Fuck yeah, yeah. They've like re-released some shit, and dudes have like still got their old ones from twenty years ago. Yes, yeah. And the the prints actually still look as good because they're rerunning the same prints. And yeah, yeah. It's it, it, exactly what you're saying. The material's fucked, but like because of time, you know. Yeah, just because of time. Is, yeah. yeah. Just because they're worn, you know. Yeah. But that yeah. print, like, you know, most shit you get these days, man, that print fucking deteriorates and then the shirt shrinks and shit. I mean, blank just, man, blank were there. And, I, you know, I, I, blank were there probably prior to Burn Crew. Well, they were. They were there prior to, well, to my yeah. memory anyway. Yeah. They were there before Burn Crew. You know, some of those real, you know, some of those sort of fundamental early streetwear labels out of Melbourne, you know, and they were a lot of, you know, a lot of labels I used to cop up here, you know, when I was sort of in my, you know, late teens and shit like that. I, I love that shit, man. The accessibility to it, how they got it around the country and stuff. But you know, yeah. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. We went off on a tangent. So no, Raf, cool, Raf, Raf approached you, and how things go yeah, from there? Yeah, he's, he's just like, yeah, we run this clothing company, then we do this shit, and I'm just like, fuck, that's sick, you know? Yeah. And he's like, do you want to ride for us? I'm like, fuck yeah. And that day actually ended up going back to um, to Danny's house, and yep. they gave me a box, you know, fuck, a, a box load of shit. Like I'm talking like you know, ten hoodies. Mm. five, you know, pairs of denim jeans, like oh. 10 T-shirts, hats, stickers. Sick. And I'm just like, fuck, you know, like catching a train back from Frankston holding this box. Yeah. Like, it would have looked so fucking hot, you know, just like <laughs> sticky tape together. There's me, you know, with a hoodie and a board sitting on this train. Yeah. Oh, God, would have looked like a stolen tally or something, you know. Like, yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah, Raph was, yeah, Raph. Sorted me out, you know, from day one. Like, well, you mentioned, just, yeah. yeah. We'll, sorry. Oh, sorry, man. No, no, no. Sorry, dude. I just fucking like with, with these Skype calls. I got to like, you know, cunts have even hit me. Like, you know, when I do this podcast, even dudes in the past, I'd be like, oh, you man, when you're doing Skype calls, you talk over to cunts. So I just try to, I try to give cunts their space now because you know you don't know when fucking cunts have stopped doing whatever. But you, you mentioned Danny. You talking about Danny Young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he runs uh, Frank's Legend. tattoo and all that sort of shit now. Yeah, does a lot of good stuff, that guy. Like, yeah. Proper, proper, proper gentleman, you know, like, yep. and yep. another good motivator. Like, he's the, you know, a main, like, reason why those prints are so good, you know, because yeah. 
he's lived the life of us, like, where it's like, fuck, I can't afford to be buying this shit, you know, so he's like, I need to make good quality shit for normal people, you know, at a normal price with the shit that we love. And that was, that's what Blank was. It was like, when we're not, you know, we're not labelled, we're Blank, like, we're skaters, we're, you know, breakers, we're, you know, graph writers, we're, you know, MCs, like, all this sort of stuff, like, yeah, and it was, yeah, you know, yeah, it was fucking good. And it, it, yeah, it was good. It was so Melbourne and just so, so 90s, you know, Melbourne. Like It was, man. It was, it was, it was, it had, it was super yeah. Melbourne. It was super Melbourne. And, and like you said, that ethos behind blank, you know, like you felt like you were a part of it wearing it, you know, even a fucking, you know, like I said, even a fucking 18-year-old dude in Brisbane wearing blank, man, it made me feel like, you know, you were a part of that, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like even Morn says stuff like, man, owning a blank hoodie back at high school was oh. like, it was currency, you know. He's like, you fuck could live yeah. on that shit, you know. Like, hundred percent, hundred percent. Honestly, for me, it was like, fuck, you know, fuck. Yeah, fuck. It was. I had a, I had the, I had the, shit, like, I had the grey blank hoodie, and I remember the hood on it was like a fucking parachute. The hood was huge, but yeah, it was the tag ones, one. Yeah, like it was a tag. It was just the tag logo, and I'm, I don't, I couldn't tell you how many times I got hit up for that fucking jumper, man. Like, cunts would be like, oh, I want that jump, I want that jumper. I think I went up. Fuck, I actually. From memory, man, I even wound up trading it because some dude just made me, you know, quote unquote, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. It was just kind of like, oh man, he'd swap me fucking this, this, and this for this hoodie, and I wound up going with it. But man, that like I fucking man, I lived in that hoodie for probably twelve months solid, man. This grey hoodie with the blank tag and that fucking huge man. I just I distinctly remember the hood on it, man. It was like fucking you could hide. Yeah, a, they you were could, big. Can't yeah. you could hide a four liter? You could hide four liters of goon in the fucking hoodie, man. You know, <laughs> like it was fucking. It, it was that good, but. You know, who else was in the blank team back then? Were you the first? I was the first, yeah. Yep. And, um, the yeah, there was, uh, like, this other guy, Matt Hill, like, stealth. Yep, yep. Like, he's a, a fucking proper hip-hop head as well, you know? Like, he's, like, old-school, like, train, you know, painter. Like, yep. like, used to kill. He used to live across the road from, you know, a yard and just, like, yeah, cruise over get busy, come home, you know, and, yeah, first time I ever went to his house, he had a wall full of panel shots, just, like, all, like, developed, you know, from, like, some shitty little camera that he had, like, just, yeah, of the, yeah, sick shit. Just being out there taking all those flicks, getting those panels, chasing them down. Yeah, because he'd see, like, he'd sit in his room, I guess, and see trains and be like, yep, fuck, I'll get it on the way back, you know, snap it. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. That's sick. But he, he's a fuck, he's a fucking champ. He, he's one of those dudes. He's still got, like, you know, a brand new Californian mongoose original Good from job. back in the day. You know, yeah. he's the sort of dude. He's actually got a photo album full of every single, like, ticket you could get on the Met when, like, the train uh-huh. system was called the Met, you know, yeah. he's got, like, Zone 1, Zone 2, Zone 3. Really? He's got, like, the whole punch tickets. He's got the scratchy version tickets. He's got uh. – and he's like, yeah, this this version come out then, you know. He's got, like, all the maps. Like, <laughs> he's, he's just a hoarder of dope shit, you know, yeah. like, 
yeah, yeah. He's got all these dope Adidas shit. Like, oh fuck! You gotta love those cunts, man. Eh? Those cunts that just had oh, the foresight man. to they, they had the foresight to hold on to those things. You know, like yeah. it's you know, man. Yeah, they're they're not hoarders. They're fucking archivists of culture. Smart you know? people. Yeah, like he's the only one out of the whole blank team that still has everything they ever gave us. You know, like oh. none of us. He's the only one. You know, like. Wow. He's still got all his shit, heaps of stickers from back in the day. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's got, like, fucking, he'll have the best antique shop when he's older, you know, like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> B-Boy's B- 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 yeah. antique, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, B-Boy's antique. He's got it all. He's got, like, everything, like, puffer caribbee jackets. Shit. To, you know, like, yeah. it, like, I'm talking the works, you know, like. Got it all. Heaps of sick shit, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. Well, but he I- was, yeah, he was. Like sort of second, you know, on the team. Like, yep, yep. Because yeah, Raf's dad actually used to teach him. I think. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, it was like his high school teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and so they always sort of knew each other. And yeah, like. How big did the, how big did the yeah. team grow? How many were in you know in the on the blank you know who, who how many people were a part of the blank squad like you know the blank team at its peak. Um. Shit, at its peak. Well, there was like Raf, Danny, myself, Stealth, uh, Will Stoyles, uh, Ronnie Roberts, uh, Jason Ridgway. Fuck, who else? Um, then there was Mike Martin, Jason Eckersart. Oh, fuck. So over, like over half a yeah, dozen. Yeah, yeah. There was well like, over. There was like a, there was two generations that sort of came out of the crew, but yeah, the yeah like the nineties crew was yeah there was about five or six of us yeah 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 pretty sure and we were we were more like we were just a crew pretty much you know like yeah more than sort of like a, a crew of, you know like a team of sponsored skaters we were more yeah. just like. A bunch of fucking dirt bags, you know. Yeah, yeah, hanging out together. Well, I mean, well, speaking of dirt bags, dude, the videos, you know, the fucking the the blank vids, dirt bags, vandals, you know, like, man, speak on those. I mean, they were fucking, you know, they're monumental videos for a lot of people. Yeah, well, um, yeah, Chris Middlebrook, he's one of the um, main sort of filmers that we had. Yep. And he, yeah, him and Raf just yeah got cameras and just started filming all our shit and yeah, we were just like doing our thing every day in the city and yeah, you know, like at the end of the summer, like, yeah, we had like, a, you know, a heap of good footage and we're just like, fuck, we should do something and mm. yeah, and no one had sort of like done anything like that. There were a couple of skate vids that had happened in, in you know, Melbourne, but like this one sort of had like a cult following, you know, because it was just like we had crew that were part of the crew that, you know, were extended crew, you know. It was just like, yeah. but it was all kind of Melbourne city heads, but, yep. and, you know, and it was pretty much all the Melbourne city heads that were broke at the time, you know. like Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was just, yeah, you know, you'd hang at the sale yards and like all chip in for, you know, a box of beer or whatever or, you know, bag of weed, whatever. Whatever you and, get. Yeah, you know, like, just sort of, yeah, 
And cunts just fucking filming the shit, filming the antics, filming the fucking, you know, filming the skating and all that kind of thing. And then was it Raph's idea to sort of collate yeah. it and put it out as a video? Yeah, yeah. He, him, yeah, he was like, he, he's, he's got a, an active mind, you know, like yeah. he does a lot of good thinking and like productiveness, like him and Danny. Yeah. But yeah, like Raph, yeah, he had a vision, you know, he was just like, yeah, I want to, yeah, like it was kind of. I guess it's like he's the birth of his like publishing his books and shit, you know, and That's then opening true. his like restaurants and food trucks. It's like That's it, eh? It was a good little project, you know, and he like he killed it, you know. He just cuz he, he he knows Melbourne inside out, you know, knows yeah, yeah. all the all the crew from pretty much all the scenes and Did you Yeah, he just he did had a good Good vibe. Did yeah. you know him as an MC prior? Were you aware of what he was doing, like even before Mnemonic Ascent with um Yeah, yeah, before like the day I met him, like I was just like, fuck it, you know, you're kind of familiar. And it wasn't until I went home, you know, and I was looking at all the shit going, Fuck, this is sick graph, you know, and then I'm like, Fuck, I've seen that dude in a hype mag, you know, and it was it was it was rough, like uh, I think an AKA Brothers ad or something, a photo or yeah. And I'm like, fucking, that's him, you know, like yeah. And and yeah, then I was just like, fuck, you know. And then realizing, you know, like just what Danny's done and stuff, I'm just like, fuck, you yeah. know, this is like, this is legit, you know, like yeah, dude, yeah. I've hit, I've hit for those listening. I've hit Danny, um, Danny to come on the show, man. Like you, yeah, just to talk about, you know, all the like, you know, that Frank, the, you know, that sort of, you know, there's a rich history out there in Frankston, isn't there, man? Like you know, CIA yeah. crew and all that sort of going back. You know, I'd love to get that dude on the show at some point in time, man. Like I've hit him up a couple of times. He's a busy man running uh, Frankston Tattoo and all that sort of shit. But you know, having Raph on the show, yeah. I mean, you could even, even for those listening, go back to our 70th episode. I played a mnemonic ascent because mnemonic ascent had a fucking profound impact on us up here, you know, like, you know, like the things they were doing. And even then going back prior to that, when he worked with Frenzy, the name of that crew, I fucking always forget with Frenzy and, um, oh, fuck, I can't remember. I can't remember. But, you know, like Raph's history is so, Raph's history is Melbourne history, isn't it? You know, Melbourne hip-hop history, largely. Yeah, yeah. And then what he would do with businesses. Like AKA Brothers, is that you thinking? Or? Nah, nah. Well, he wasn't part of AKA. He was nah. part of, what was fucking, um, or was he He was he involved in AKA? Oh, the, like the Deck Crew and. Um, yeah, well, Deck Crew. Fuck, who else? And, uh Was it Ace, uh, Ace, uh, A something or other fucking. Oh, I can't. I should go into my fucking Instagram. I posted it. I can't remember. He was part of a crew of Frenzy and all those dudes. They did some of the early, you know, like early hip hop. Yeah, yeah, Pack D and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Early hip hop yeah. shows around Melbourne and stuff like that. I can fuck her. I'll find, I'll find the name as we speak, as we go through things. But, you know, like, fuck, man. When does, um, you know, like, so you're skating, you're skating with, um, you're skating with Blank, starting to get a bit of attention via that. When do, when do Globe, when do Globe start to approach you? Um, Pretty much the same summer, like all in this one summer, I, I copped like three sponsors, I think, like all sort of pretty quick. Mm. But, yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure it was from this one contest, like where I met Raf. I think there was somebody from Globe. I, yeah, I think maybe. Um, yeah, that just put a word into Gary Valentine, like he was one of the main guys back then. And, um yeah, I, I got called in and, yeah, they hit me up and I was like, fuck yeah, you know, like, and, 
yeah, that fuck that was like pretty sweet deal, you know, like shitload of shoes a month, you know, heaps of money and just fucking cruising, you know. So it was like I was getting free kicks and free clothes and yeah, paid to skate. AS one life was, was it good, AS one? You know? like, fuck, sorry, dude. I'm just thinking Raf's crew. I'm just going through trying to fucking find it now. Ace one, Ace um. What the fuck are they called? Hold on, I'm just looking at it now. Sorry, dude. I'm just going through my Instagram back to when we had Raph. No, that's cool. <laughs> my apologies, bro. Apologies to those. <laughs> oh, well, fuck faces of debt, all that sort of shit. But yeah, anyway, man, you can fucking, we'll, we'll yeah. find that shit. This is this is about you, man. You know, like it is what it is. But yeah, you know, yeah, please continue. So you get approached by Globe and it's all happening around the same time. Things are moving. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, um. Like Swatch as well hit me up that summer. That's so right, and they man. were like, they they were pretty much just like watches and money. You know, there was nothing else they could do for me, and they were cool to just do that. So like, yeah. yeah, fuck, I was loving it. You know, like it it's was. Not, it's not a bad deal, mate. <laughs> Get yeah. a watch and some money. What's wrong? Yeah, with that? <laughs> fuck, it was fucking really good deal. I'm just spewing how much shit I swapped, you know, for yeah. sure. And just, it's just like, fuck, I could, you know, yeah, some of the watches I had, but. Yeah, yeah. Easy come, easy go, you know, like, fuck. Well, that's the it. The time I had was, yeah. That's it, man. When it's, when it's all it's coming. so worth it, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. When it's all coming in, it's in the moment, man. You know, you just sort of fucking, you're living it, dude. You don't, you're not thinking about fucking 10, 15, 20 years down the track, you know, it's sort of, you know, you're just yeah, in that, exactly. in that moment and shit. But, you know, Globe, I mean, Globe would go on to pay you a wage. You'd become one of, you know, you'd become one of Australia's earliest skaters to make a living or, you know, make a living doing what you do. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was pretty good because um, all, like all the companies were were paying me, you know, like, mm. and it worked out to yeah, you know, it worked out sort of pretty sweet, you know, like, and I could yeah, you know, just do my thing and cruise around and. How old were you? Um, around that time would have been. T- 19, 20 maybe. Fuck, that must when, have been. Yeah, that must have been something, dude. You know, to be one of the few. Oh, sick, you know. You know, like, to yeah, exactly. To be one of the few people around that time to be, you know, kind of living, living, you know, living your lifestyle, living that dream, getting up each day and being paid to do that. Yeah, it was. You know, fuck, it was sick. What was? And it was sorry. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was a good feeling, and it still is. Yes. And it still comes back to me, but it was such a good feeling hooking my crew, you know, like getting yeah. a box of hoodies and going to Bonesy, here, man, fucking pick one. And yeah. you go, oh, mad, you know, and just yeah, sorting the boys out, like fucking. And and to this day, you know, I still get shit thrown back at me, you know. It's like, yeah, man, fucking. And it's just like, you know, it's good shit, you know. What goes around comes around and it's it's all coming back, you know, and, and fuck. Yeah. Are the, are the, nothing but love for crew, you know. It's sick. Oh, 100%. Are, are those, uh, like, is Globe and all that, do you still have a relationship with them? No, nah, not with Globe pretty much because they sort of, they went a bit weird. They, like, they they started as Globe Australia yep. and were, like, Australia's skate shoe. But then they told all the, all the Australian team, oh, we're ditching the Aussie team and we're just going to be called international and if you want to keep riding for us you'll have to you know cruise over to san fran and yeah yeah and do your shit there and 
like, I was just like, fuck, and what the fuck, you know, yeah. fucking sell out cunts, you know, like fucking, yeah, yeah. This is Globe Australia, you know, and and I had my son then, you know, he would have been about maybe like five or six at that time. So I was like, fuck, I'm not going to the States, you know, just to. Couldn't do it. Like stay on Globe, you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and just, yeah, like I was just lucky enough that um, I sort of signed a contract like just and just just before I signed my last like two-year contract, I was I, – I knew what was sort of about to happen. So mm. I was just like, oh, sweet, you know, like mm. a bit dodgy, you know, but it was just like, fuck yeah, yeah you know, like – Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll sign another two-year contract, but – Yeah. In in, hi- yeah. in hindsight, do you wish you had have sort of taken taken that step? Nah, not really. No? Nah? nah, like I ne- – yeah, I, I never really – I don't, yeah, I never really wanted to, like, live in America or mm. I was, yeah, I wasn't even really drawn to it that much, like, yeah, through yeah. skating. Like, some, a lot of the spots were mad, but, yeah, the, yeah, you know, the shit I was doing and people I was with, like, in Australia and stuff was, like, sick, you know, like. Yeah, you didn't want to leave that. And, yeah, I was more, it was more of a crew thing, you know, like, and mm. it. Yeah, you know, it sort of always stayed the crew thing. And when, you know, that ended, that's when it all sort of ended, you know, like on a good term, you know, like, yeah, but it was, it wasn't like, didn't die in the ass, you know, we're all still fam, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just, yeah, like. I don't know if that made any sense, man. No, 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 fuck, 100%, man, 100%, um, 100%. Well, was it kind of like, yeah. like, man, did you did you start, I mean, you would have started seeing the influx of skate shoes. So you start, you know, getting Etnies and E's and DC's and Globe and all that sort of shit. Like, and then all of a sudden those shoes kind of died out, you know. Like, what, what do you think, you know, just on a side note, what do you think today about, you know, the resurgence of like Nike SB and all that kind of shit, you know. Because like, I'm, like I'm, man, I'm a huge fucking sneaker dude, you know, and, you know, yeah. you go you go back to the, you know you watch old you know US videos and shit like they're skating in Jordan ones, they're skating in early the early dunks and all you know like the dunk the dunk was a basketball shoe to begin with, man. You know, like dunk SBs, and I'm pretty sure the the SB isn't you know it's not fucking it's not Nike skate. Well, I know it's Nike skateboarding now, but it was Sandy Bodecker, you know that fucking. You know, the kind of fathered speed dunks, yeah. Yeah, fathered that. What do you think of that now? And particularly like I don't know, I don't know how in touch with it you are, but like that fucking that sort of fucking super hype beast shit that surrounds dunks. Did you ever skate in dunks? Or was it always just sort of globe and all that sort of shit for you? Like what were you skating in? Yeah. Um most of the time it was globe. Like yep. before I was sponsored by Globe, it was like either like he used to skate in E at like E's a lot, yep. like Tom Penny. Yep. Yep. Sort of yeah, like just any kind of gum sold like shoe. Like Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like with the like the vans kind of Yeah, that's right, vans. Yeah, the, the waffle sort of style gum colour. Yeah, like sole. Yep, yep, yep. But um But yeah, no, it had to be globe, you know, like yeah, the whole time, like That's it. Just like being on contract, you know, like mm. Yeah, of course, but, um, of course, of course. Yeah, but I, I was fucking stoked though. 
when I started buying like maxis again, you know, because yeah. I hadn't worn air maxis. Like that's what yeah. I like now, you know, like yeah, just because like there was like you know fifteen years where I, I actually couldn't wear them, you know, like or I couldn't sort of go out wearing them, you know, when I was on Globe because they'd be like, "What the fuck are you wearing Nikes for?" You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you got to you got to wear their product. But, yeah, exactly. But um, and I suppose just yeah, on the, like I, I'm rocking like maxis now. You know, I got heaps of like. Yeah, you know. Like what, 90s? 90s? Like, 90s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love my 90s. That's, you know, basically it. And the skate shoes I do have, they look exactly like the 90s, but they mm. don't have the bubble. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I put a photo up, you know, and Biggie's like, fuck, man, where's the fucking air bubble? You know, yeah. like straight away he yeah. noticed, you know, like. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, like, but, um, they were such fucking. Some yeah, of them were um, such. Some was like some of the skate shoes in that period, like the DCs and that and shit. Like that was such big, bulky, puffy shoes. You know, like yeah, they didn't yeah, the muskers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. Like they didn't seem like I don't know. You know, they didn't. You know, beyond skateboarding, they didn't seem to be practical. You know, practical shoes. You know, and I suppose a side note to fucking cunts in SBs and shit like that. You go back to fucking. You know, like you go back to you know the Dogtown and all that. That 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 era when those dudes were. Skating and backyard pools and all that kind of thing. Those dudes were in fucking vans and, you know, Chuck Taylors and shit like that, weren't they, yeah. I suppose? Yeah. Is it, is it, for you personally, has it always been about like that, the, I suppose, I mean, the Air Max 90 is a chunkier shoe to skate in. Was it then more about the, the you know, like that, that, that the sole, like, you know, being able to feel the deck underneath your feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Air Max, yeah, they're, they're actually pretty hard to skate. Like That's what I would have thought. I would have thought yeah, that. Yeah, they're thin yeah. and you can like roll your ankle quite yeah. easily. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, like, so there's, yeah, um, I've got one pair. It's weird. I've got one pair of Air Max that I can skate in, mm. you know, and I think it's because the bubble must be squashed and the soles like just real flat and, yeah. um, and they feel a bit thinner. Yeah. Then yeah, your normal sort of like nineties, yeah. But um, what was what was the dur like the durability of say an Air Max ninety versus Globe? You know, like would you blow an Air Max ninety out fat, oh, far yeah. quicker? Like yeah, in a day yeah. I could. You know, like yeah, I could yeah, go yeah, through yeah, the mesh real. like easily. You know, like yeah, yeah, through the meshy part of yeah of maxis. You know, like mm, mm. but uh yeah. Like when when I was on Globe though, I was getting um, uh, yeah, I was on like I was I was getting like fourteen, fifteen pair a month. Fuck off. And yeah, and and on top of that, you know, like travel allowance and other shit like that. But sick. As in product, you know, it was like fourteen, fifteen boxes of shoes and then t-shirts and you know hats and shit like that. Shit. And, and it was like fuck. Like you couldn't even. What did you do with it, or where do you I, put it? Yeah, you keep it? oh fuck. A lot of my mates, you know, like yeah, yeah. a lot of bartering going on, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> I'll trade you a yeah, tinny. I'll trade like, you a rigger yeah. for fucking these shoes. <laughs> certain dudes in the hood like had nice kicks, you know, for a long time. But yeah, I believe it. <laughs> but yeah, like it was. You, you couldn't in that time. I couldn't even like wear through one pair. Mm. Do you know what I mean? In yeah, a month, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, because yeah. it'd be like, fuck, nearly every day I'd have a brand new, you know, pair of shoes. And what are they sending you? Different styles, different makes, different colors. 
yeah, just mainly different colours. That would be my thing. You know, I'd be yeah. like, yeah. yep, I'll get four of that colour, four of that colour, yeah. four of that colour, four of that, and I'll grab these ones just for home, you know, or I can't, that's a shit, shit like that. That's the shit dreams are made of. <laughs> that's yeah, unreal. Oh, it's good, you know. It's like the days where it was like, all right, you know, like grab your proddy. Yeah. We'd like run through the warehouse, grab a big travel bag first because it's like <laughs> it's big, you know, like so it's like open it and then just load it up, like <laughs> walk down the aisle like the price is wrong, like one of those game shows, yeah, you know, for real. it's like fill your trolley, you just <laughs> – as much shit, yeah. Oh, that's dope, dude. How long did how long did um how long did the Globe sponsorship start? Uh, last, sorry. Um, maybe about eight nine years. Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah that long. Maybe, yeah. Sick, fucking hell. And you yeah, never eight years, I think. And yeah. you never and you and you just never wanted to take that leap. You never wanted to just, just sort of you know just take your skill you know take your skill set and you know sort of show it to another country. Fucking, did you do any travel with them? Yeah, yeah, traveled heaps. You know, oh, okay, like, word, sick. Like was sort of always cruising around Oz and yes, yep. went through like all of Asia, like heaps. You know, like yeah. To the point where I was like, I'm, I'm pretty much travelled out. You know, it's just like, fuck. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, happy to like just I, I don't ever want to do another road trip. You know, unless I'm driving and it's like, yeah, yeah, just me and the missus. You know, I don't ever want to sit in another Tarago for fucking nine hours. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, believe that, bro. Crew spilling bugs and beers and shit like that. And yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And that, and they paid you that wage for that that period of time. Yeah, yeah, and like all my sponsors were sort of paying, like, yeah, you know, like one. It wasn't as if one was like, "Yep, yeah, here's," you know, not like fuck it, like Shane O'Neill, you know, you heard of him? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Not like him, you know, where it's like, "Here, dude, here's your million dollar contract," you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like for that. Nike, yeah, but it was like everyone sort of each month, you know, yeah. It sort of worked out to a nice, you know. Cause then, cause then I suppose like Boost, like Boost Mobile even came on board, hey? Yeah, yeah. See, they were rad as well. They were like, "Fuck, man, I'm forgetting how good I had it." Like, fuck, they would, they'd like <laughs> send me a different kind of phone. Like, it'd be like a the first ever motor, uh, yeah, Motorola Razors, you know? Yeah. Flip tops. They'd send me that and like a box of you know scratchy phone credits and shit like that. Fucking hell. So that was like, yeah, and that would be like each month, you know, each package I'd get, I'd get a different phone, and I'd be like, fuck, what do I do with this one, you know? And yeah, as soon as I, you know, I, I'm still not even like a phone sort of, you know, sort of person. Like I don't sit there all day, you know, like yeah, you're not fucking like, you know, on like, and on the country. Not like my misses, you know, like, fuck, <laughs> but like <laughs> no doubt. Even back then, you know, I was just like, fuck, what the fuck am I going to do, you know? So yeah, 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 yeah. Hand him out onto onto the bar system, you know, like sweet. <laughs> <laughs> this would be good, you know. Yeah, straight up, dude. Straight Same up. Same as like Smith glasses. Like I used to ride for them, and I'd get motocross gear off them. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, motocross riding with my mate this weekend. They're like, yeah, sick. Mm. We'll send you some goggles, you know. And I'd just, like, swap with my mate, like, because he'd ride bikes, you know. He'd be like, man, these goggles are 400 bucks. Like, you know, here's an Aussie fucking sweet. Yeah, man, mad. It's all good, like. That's dope, dude. You kind of, like, you kind of fucking lived, 
you know, like, you know, that that era, you kind of lived at the intersection of, you know, commerce and culture in a way, you know, like you were right there with these businesses, like big, you know, large, yeah. bu- you know, big business, but sort of pushing, pushing such a fucking Melbourne street aesthetic, you know, how did that, how did that mesh? Were they on, well, obviously they approached you, so they were on board, but like, do, do they at a point come to you and go, okay, man, you need to, you know, you, you might need to tone this behavior down for some shit or like, is it, was it, or was it always a g- good working relationship? Yeah, it did. It actually did get to the point where, cause we were getting like, um, like I was, um, getting bored. Like I had a board sponsor, like from America and they would, they'd send me met like, you know, maybe, I don't know, like. 18 to 20 boards a month, you know, like fucking Christ just, almighty, you know, and like, so that would be like, and they, they were, that was good shit. That was like, I could either get stereo or real, really, or yeah, or anti hero. And I was getting like Spitfire wheels then as well. Fuck. But uh, so it was all good product, you know, and I was getting stereo because I just loved like all the shirts, all the stickers, you know, just yeah, all the yeah, records yeah, yeah. and shit. Like, you know, yeah. I used to have a, I but, used um, to have a stereo hat. Wasn't fucking, um, wasn't Jason, wasn't Jason Lee? Jason Lee. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He, he ran stereo with, who was the other, he ran it with another dude, didn't he? Chris Pastorus. Yeah. That's it, man. I remember it's seeing, doctor, yeah. I, I remember seeing Jason Lee skating fucking, and Jason Lee, you know, like all those old mall rats movies on my name is Earl, I suppose is what he's most known yeah. for. But you know, like fuck, I remember seeing him skating in a uh, Sonic youth video when I was a kid and I was just like, damn. And then years later, you'd see him in fucking mall rats. You'd see him in chasing Amy, you know, he started popping. He became like a Hollywood dude, you know, and it was, it was just bugged out. I'm pretty sure he's still involved in skating too, isn't he? He's still fucking still got stereo and all that sort of shit. Yeah, he sort of he came back after a while. Like it was weird because he disappeared, and everyone's like, "I heard a rumor that Jason Lee's quit pro to become an actor." And yeah. it's like, "What the fuck is he thinking?" You know, yeah. what a fucking idiot. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing happened for years, but then all of a sudden, yeah, like he got more rats, and it just, yeah. Yeah, I love I love that shit, man. All like, kind of happened. Yeah, it's cool as. Like, yeah, I love that shit. And like when I seen when I seen him, because yeah, I remember seeing him in that Sonic Youth video. I think it might be it might have been Sonic Youth's hundred percent or something like that. Might have been that. I could be entirely wrong. I can't remember. You probably just Google Sonic Youth Jason Lee, and the video would come up. But yeah, I remember seeing him skating in that with a bunch of other cunts. And man, the cunt went hard, you know. And then just seeing him as a fucking actor later on, it was just kind of like, oh, what? Like this dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was dope. That was dope. But so, yeah, so you had stereo, you had all them, like all those kinds of, you know, sending you shit. Yeah, yeah. And that, like getting that many boards, you know, monthly was a bit crazy as well, you know. And like the most we'd ever, I'd ever go through would be like maybe three, four, you know, or five if I broke, you know. Yeah. A few on, you know, a couple of weekends. But yeah. So I'd just like, start swapping you know or selling them at the sale yards because that's what was good about the sale is you could go in and there'd be 40 or 50 dudes there every day you know like so you could yeah just you know you could always get rid of something like and slang if, them <laughs> yeah if, if nobody had you know 50 bucks for a board yeah they could at least borrow 10 you know bucks off a few dudes yeah. and yeah and get it and then pay them back then you know shit work like that it was good sort of Good little like 
Good little hustle, man. Society, yeah. It was a good little hustle. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And having access, having access to that amount of product per month. Is this yeah. all like what are you still living with your folks at this stage? Um not at that stage, no. Okay. I was um yeah, I was living in yeah, Footscray with a yeah, oh my god, in a in a nut house, man. It was yeah, crazy. For real? Like it was yeah <laughs> just a, a bunch of young yeah, skaters just not really giving a fuck, you know, just like, yeah, let's yeah. do it, you know, yeah. Yeah, but, it, but like, you know, all, all these sponsorships, all the, you know, all this fucking, all, you know, all this shit you're getting, it afforded you that life. You could be out of home, you could be fucking, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, how much, how much, like, how, how many boxes of shit is are turning up a month at that point on average? Yeah, like quite, a, you know, like it, it would be like, Pretty much every fourth day, there'd be like a courier or somebody, you know, that's fucking, bringing, bringing that's something funny. like, and it'd be, it was fucking gross, you know, like. That's incredible. That's nuts. Yeah. That's and because it was stereo, it was like people in Melbourne loved it, you know. And yes, yeah. It, it sold really well, but there was a point where some of the shops in the city, they were like, what the fuck's going on? We're not selling any of our products that we've ordered through Globe, like because every cunt's getting it off you. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, but there's heaps of people, you know, like there's dudes like skating the new decks, but we yeah. haven't sold any. How the fuck, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that sort of came back to me and my mate who, like Ronnie, would because he was doing the same with anti-hero boards and um, yeah, yeah. We actually, yeah, like fuck, we ended up like um. Like sanding the graphics off, yeah, and selling them to dudes, you know, like just as blank decks. It'd be like, yeah, here's like twenty bucks a deck, you know, like, and like they would, you know, we'd tell them that we're like, it's real, you know, or stereo or antihero, but um, just no graphics, you know, and they're like, yeah, sweet twenty bucks, fucking cool as, you know. <laughs> What was some of your favorite? Was, like, because I, I remember, like, you know, like once again, I was no fucking skater, but you know, just the brands and stuff, like fucked, and you know, even Birdhouse and all that sort of shit, man. I mean, that, like, that was like, you know, some of those fucking brands. They had some insanely dope graphics, man. You know, like you go buy skate gear just because it was fucking streetwear, man. You know, it was like the like the early incarnations of what became known as streetwear, I suppose. You know, yeah. and, you know, fucking man, that shit was dope. Did you have any favorite graphic boards that you were getting? Like, was it is it has it been anything you've kept over the years and shit like that just because you've been like man that that shit was dope um what i do have is like a it's a stereo t-shirt yeah but all it is is like um a picture of like four like seven inch records just with like the old school typical they're the same as what um lens using for miles ago like and like they they kind of got that weird logo like I forget, yeah. It, but yeah, it's it's fucking weird. It's like what those little things you put in, like for, so a seven inch can like sit on, on the, the sticker. Yeah, you know, on the sticker, like it's like a little, it's like a double sided arrow. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you see it on a lot of old school records. Like mm-hmm. I've actually got like little record coasters, and they've got the same sort of like sticker on it as this t shirt. And I've got old wax, you know, that's got this like logo. Yeah, yeah. But I've still got, like, one of those T-shirts that I've just kept, you know, just because, yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah, you know, fucking mad. And I've got it, actually got it in a frame. 
Oh, that's dope, dude. It's, I've got to hang it up somewhere. It's sitting in a box somewhere at the moment. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's that <laughs> shit. Eh? You, just, you fucking shit just goes into a box and it sits there and, you know, but you keep it for... Pers- dusty. That's it, man. But you keep it for posterity's sake. But, you know, sort of, you know, like, yeah. ba- like not even backtracking, but, you know... You rapping, man. I mean, you know, you can you can hear you spitting in the blank dirt bags video alongside Raf and all that sort of shit. Like, how did you, you know? Fuck, man, you were one of the earliest MCs out of the Western suburbs, as credited by people that have been on this very podcast. Man, tell us about your influences yeah. and you know how you got into putting pen to paper. Um, before we get I'm, into the fact that you worked with the legendary DJ Ransom, you know, of AK, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, um. I'm pretty sure it all kicked off. It, well, it definitely all kicked off with Beat Street. Yes, yeah. But, like, I'm pretty sure it all started, like, slipping my name in into stuff, you know, like, like into, um, you know, just, like, slipping Jaff C instead of, like, a, like just iced T-shirt, you know, it'd be yeah. like, Jaff, Jaff, C, you know, like <laughs> instead of instead of I, Ice T, you know, yeah. just shit like that. And yeah. Yeah. my older mates would be like, ah, fuck it, this little funny cunt, you know, and yeah. a couple of them were into hip hop as well. And yeah, that just encourage know, you. Yeah, it just, just fucking around, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just More- getting blazed and being like, fuck yeah, this song's cool. Oh, my name fits there. Pretty cool, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it more just then, sort of like yeah. more like freestyle, you know, you know, just freestyle yeah, yeah. with parties? Yeah, it was all freestyle, you know, yeah. like, yeah, just sort of just hanging shit, you know, either yeah. hanging shit on somebody or talking shit about how cool I was, slipping my name in, you know, like an iced tea rap or just yeah. or, or the cool mode and, sh- you know, shit like that. And um, Definitely, yeah. Oh, fuck, I just forgot what I was about to say. Um, <laughs> well, who, who, who records you? Like, where did you record first? Like, where were some of your early? Because you know, I mean, to my knowledge, you know, actually, here I'll tell you, I was talking to uh, Jigsaw Jeff up here on the weekend. Like I was saying, I was at the um, that Midday Marauders event on Saturday, and he hit me up. He's like, "Oh, who got coming up on the podcast?" And I said, oh, "I'm recording Jaff tomorrow, man." Jaff C. He's like, "Oh, Jaff," and I'm like, "Yeah, one of the you know sort of earliest sponsored skaters uh, miles ago just put out his joint with Ransom." And he's like, "Oh, fuck, man, that that fucking joint off was it off Homebrews?" Yeah, homebrews too. Homebrews too, yeah. and and you know what he said to me? He goes, "Man, like Jeff is a legendary digger. He's you know he's deep. He goes, man, that joint, that was the track. You know, like that was the track. And even to- his mix was dope on that man. He's he's got a mix on that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I pretty think, sure. Yeah. I'm pretty like, sure. But he even said to me, he goes, yeah. "Man, that song, that was you know like that was the song, you know. But I mean, you'd clearly you know like you 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 had chops, man. You could you could spit by then. Where you know, what studios had you been in prior? You know, even bedroom studios, obviously, at this point. But, yeah. Like, you know- to be honest, I'd never been in a studio until I met, like, Phil, like, and went to Ransom's and... Oh, word. Did that, yeah, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did, was just... Did that connection come through Raf? Being, you know, with, you know, like, um, you know, mnemonic later on and all that sort of thing? Kind of, in a way, it... it, it yeah, it sort of all sort of came through um, via Ollie Bobbitt. Ah, word. Like, yeah, yeah OB, yeah. 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 But, um, the founder, for those listening, Ollie Bobbitt, the founder, the original founder of Obese Records, Ollie Bobbitt. Melbourne City OG, yep. for real. And yep. a legend, coolest dude ever. Yep. And big love thinking of that dude, you know. Yep. But 
But, um, yeah, him just being a cool cunt, you know, and him knowing Raph and I think maybe um, Raph, maybe Raph said something like, yeah, this dude was sponsoring, yeah, he's cool, you know, like he's into hip-hop, he raps and that, this and that. And just as um, it was before, actually before he'd opened OBs, he sort of um, was like doing shit from his house in Paran, like just had a lounge room full of records. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was like, he, he used to work at a little skate shop in Paran as well. Okay. And he's like, hey man, you're Jaffy, yeah, I heard you rap. He's like, I've got some dudes coming like to my pad tonight to like record a demo to send up to Sydney to Trent Roden and that was for that. He, he's like a dude from that Slingshot mag or something. I think it was Slingshot. Or, but yeah, that CD was sort of yeah. Like I just got wind of it through Ollie. He's like, yeah, they you know they want to see like find out you know Melbourne rappers maybe you know put you on a compilation. Yeah. And so I went to Ollie's that night, and that's where I met um, Brad Strutt. Ah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shaz was there that night as well. Yeah, yeah. And we all just broke down hard, you know. It was just like fucking – I was like sick, you know, like because I'd, I'd never really met anybody like Brad, you know, who was like – because back then Brad was like, yeah, man, I, I'm going to fucking rap, you know. Yes. Fucking, I'm like sick, yeah, you know, yeah, like – Yep, yep. And he, he was just, you know, chill as, and him and Chaz just had mad love. I think even maybe Rusiel may have been there. I'm not sure okay. if it was him. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I never sort of met him again after it, but yeah, I, I think it may have been him and um, and a couple other dudes. But um, yeah, and we all just did did like you know like spats and bars and stuff, and. The, what I did, like my first verse on that track, like I think I wrote that in like 94 or something, you know, 90, like it was at least a few years before because I, I kind of remember spitting it to Raph and him going, fuck, that's all right, you know, like yeah, you could do something like, yeah. And yeah, yeah, so I did that verse that I knew and like Brad was just like, fuck, that's fucking grass, man, you know, like. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I, I was the only one that sort of got selected for that compilation CD. They were just like, oh, you know, see if you can record that Jaff dude, you know, like properly, let's get him on a track, you know. And then yeah, yeah. that's when Raph was like, you got to come meet Ransom, you know, and yeah. he took me to Ransom's and, yeah, it feels like I got these beats. I'm like, fuck, I love that. Let's go, and he's like, "Sweet," and we just did it that day, and yeah, and that was for all my people, and that was for all my people. Like, recorded on the fucking hottest day. I just, it's all I remember. Just like, <laughs> Ransom going, "Dude, I'm sorry, I can't turn the fan on. I know it's fucking boiling." Yeah, yeah. and him and Raf are sitting outside the studio. Like, I'm in there, <laughs> no shirt. Like, the fan's off. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Ah. Oh, dude, fuck, man. Like, bro, we used to go through the same sort of thing, you know, like fucking nah, all fan, no fans, no air con, everything goes off. And, you man, you know, those fucking humid Queensland summers, man. Sometimes oh, you'd fucking, fuck. you've had a skin full of piss too and shit like that. And you go in and you just, 
Like you just walk out drenched, man. Drenched. Drenched. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know, I know that Queensland feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. <laughs> the response to For All My People, man, you know, like it's since been repackaged by miles ago and all that kind of shit. Like, man, you know, it's yes. a um, – Thank you, Len. Massive, massive <laughs> shouts to Len just yeah. for just for that love, you know, that he gave me. Fuck. How like, did that come yeah. about? I, I, Because I, I actually hadn't – like I should have – Because Len's a sick cunt. Yeah, da- oh, fucking, fucking all day. Me. You know, that's why. All, all day. All proper day. gentleman and yep. he just, he wrote to me and I was I was fucking blown away. You know, I was like mad. Yeah. Because like, what was it? To be honest, that, was that-, that, is, that was, I reckon, when I was actually like, fuck. That, that actually, you know, like, it wasn't just, you know, like a waste, you know, like, like it. No, you know, I'm not saying like waste, it, it did everything, but I was just like, fuck it, it kind of, you know, like. Yeah. No, because I was noticed. Yeah, you know, no. like, yeah, I was stoked. 100%. And I was about to ask, which which Miles Ago release was it? Was it, it was number three, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, most of it, you know, like, have you been, the, I mean, the Miles Ago releases are amazing, you know, like it's fucking, you know, but like even I, I was I was about to say, I, I probably should have spoken to Len in lead up to this because, you know, like I sort of do a little bit of research and talk to people and, you know, whatever, you know, like do what do the knowledge, you know, just do what I know on people and whatever else. But I actually didn't talk to Len leading up to this interview and um, I probably should have spoken to Len about that. How was the how was the approach? Was it as just simple as messages backwards and forwards and then he got the fucking, you know, got the track remastered, all that kind of shit? Like, yeah, what? just him being a fucking champion, you know, yeah. and just yeah. being like, man, I've always dug that track. Yeah, you know, do you mind if like I re-release it? I'm doing this, you know, with like this label. And I'm like, fuck, like just everything about what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's dope, you know. Yep, I go, yep, whatever. It's you know. Yeah. And he he got the uh, the masters of ransom and yeah. Yeah, word. How was it working with ransom, man? Like you know, obviously you were around, man. You know, you fucking getting around yeah. Melbourne. I, I was fully. Fanning out, you know. I, I could imagine, like, dude, like working like, a legend, fuck, you know, I'm a legend, man. Here at the fuck, like I was just like, it's the fucking Graf King ransom, with you know it, what I mean? Without fail, just like, without fail. Not, e- I didn't even really know much about. I, I knew DJ Ransom, but I was yeah. more like Graf blown away by him, you know, like yes. just yeah. fanning out, just like fuck, he's burners, you know, like yeah, yeah. But yeah, then I was just like fuck, this dude is pro, you know, and it was just, it was, it was so easy, yeah, just like. It was a simple process. It was easy to work with. Very simple, yeah, yeah. super chill, you know, just, yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah, just, yeah, I was fucking wrapped. Like, I couldn't, it, it was, yeah, it was weird. It was just how easy, like, the day of it, it, it just come and went, you know. It was just like, oh, yeah, you know. Today, you know, like I recorded this, like these rhymes at this dude's house, mm. and it was just like, didn't really feel like anything, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just felt yeah. like, yeah, because man, I mean, this is the thing when you're creating history, you're just in the moment of it. You don't, you're unaware of, um, you know, the impact that that might be having. You know, the the impact that the song, the verses, the whatever, like you don't know the, you know, you, you don't know the tail on of the, the, whatever the fuck, the chain reaction of events that, that they, that 
just those little moments create, man, you know, like, and, you know, you, you fucking, you know, you can, you, you'll go in, spit it, it's done, it's over and done with, but fucking 20 years later, man, dude cited as a masterpiece, you know, dude cited as a fucking pivotal moment within culture, you know, within hip hop culture in this country. Yeah, like, yeah, like, fuck, you know, like, and yeah, I actually, I, I never, I never really thought of it until Len wrote to me, you know, then I was just like, fuck, Len won, done yeah. like dinner, <laughs> writing to me going, fuck, man, I did that, you know, I was just like, fuck, you know, and I was yeah. like, man, I've still got your fucking, your, uh, your um, fucking, your, one of your cassettes, you know. Yeah, fuck, yeah. black stump tape, Boney and Stoney. I was just like, yeah, fucking, Brother yeah, Stoney. spun me out hard, you know, like. Yeah, beast, big, borrowed, or stolen. Big shouts to Lenny. I mean, once Fuck again, Len, Len one's oh, been Len one's been on this podcast. You can go back in the archives and find that. And uh, Travis just written to me, episode thirty. We had Raf on for those listening, you know. But also for all my people, for those hearing it that the, the, the you know that didn't cop the uh, miles ago release, go on our YouTube. It's up there. Type in DJ Ransom and Jaff C J A P H C for all my people and go give it a spin. Did did the the version on YouTube has the burning issue? Was it on the burning issue as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like word. a Pommy compilation as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the burning issue yeah. had like Boney and Stoney and Rob Nat and um, Mnemonic Ascent and oh man, they had countless yeah. dudes. All actually, what's that? Was that the Pommy one or was that? I don't know. There was no. Pommy. I'm not too sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. It, it, yeah, it was. It was on a Pommy one as well. Like okay, it, yeah, yeah, it's popped up on a few things. Like yeah yeah um, it's amazing the impact and how far how far reaching some of these songs you know some of these songs are you don't even know in the moment man you don't even know did you record much beyond so, that because i know you've got your ver- the, there's the verse on the dirt bags video that is that yeah does, does that, that predate a, for all my people or was that just like some demo sort of throw out shit sorry what was that you were- did that predate for all my people the blank stuff yeah the blank stuff um was it all around the same No, time? I don't think it did, no. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Afterwards. Like, yeah, For All My People was done first. Okay, yeah, it worked. I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How much more did you record following that? Fuck, not much at all. Like, yeah. did, fucked around a little bit at Bonesies and stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah. just never, like, could never, like, sort of sit down and focus on it, you know, like, because I was like, like just traveling so much and just, you know, like, yeah, like because I was making money skating, like I was sort of just getting amongst it all the time. Of course, of course. When I, you know, like, yeah, never had sort of had a good enough crack, you know, where it's like, all right, I've got to sit down, you know, just think about writing shit, you know, and. Yeah. But only ever sort of fucked around, you know, like. Yep, yep. With that, yeah. with that, with that period, with that skating period and all that sort of shit, like you know, being a sponsored skater, making your living, you know, making your living <clears throat> off skating, being given, you know, being given the opportunities you are given, was there, you know, was there a lot of self destructiveness around you? Like, did you see a lot? Like, was there a lot of behaviour? Like, you know, what was sort of impacting you at the time? You know, like, was it, or was it always a, a real positive kind of positive kind of movement? Um, there, there was a, a lot of, you know, like a lot of negative shit going down, you know, like yeah. a lot of drugs, a lot of, you know, like crime and stuff and yeah, yeah. just, 
like a lot of like just immature dumb shit that we did drunk you know just like of course you know yeah just being idiots trying to you know make each other laugh in the city and shit but yeah 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 it, it kind of the good the good thing is like all the like the all the crew that like from the sale yard sort of time and all that early melbourne that all used to hang around together like people would probably look at us and think fuck you know fucking those dudes would be fucking long gone by now but Pretty much all of us have, you know, like done our own thing and come out pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, like a, a lot of, you know, couple, you know, have fucked up and like, you know, a few have passed away and shit like that. But it's, you know, like that's life too, it, though, it, isn't it? it that's you know? life, you know, like <laughs> that's it, life. It's, but but the vast it, majority kind of good to know that. Yeah, most of us actually did learn yes. from, you know, the, the dumb shit we were doing and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, we weren't fucking bad people, you know, like. Yeah, no, you're just kids. Just, yeah, little fucking idiots, you know, like, yeah, yeah like and that, trying and to have fun, like, that's bored it. in the city. That's it. And that's the only reason I asked because if you're like, you know, like, fuck, man, I could only imagine, like, had I been your age with the accessibility to, you know, you know, like to, I mean, a certain, a certain amount of money, sponsorship, a certain degree of status, man, I would have fucking been running a mark, you know, like, you know, I, I always had to get up and go do a job or some shit like that, you know, that's why I asked, like, did that fucking, you know, did that lead to other shit, you know, because, you know, there's all, there's so many of those stories about, you know, you know, cunts are just fucking, you know, fucking, you know, sh- where shit just went wayward, you know, with the, not that it was fame or not that it was anything, but, you know, when a degree of status and recognition comes into play, you know, that can lead to excessive behaviours and, you know, largely negative behaviours too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess, I guess, yeah, I, I guess it did. Like, mm. I've always, I've always been a weed head. You know, yeah. so mm. I know even if I wasn't skating, I know I would have been a weed head, you know, like Yeah, certainly. But yeah, and it 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 did manage you know, it did help me manage, you know, getting it a lot easier because I could just be like go swap a kiwi for a you know, a board or something. Yeah, like for or real. for real. You know, like yeah, just like and could do that quite comfortably, you know, and it wouldn't affect anything, you know, really. It'd just be another board or another pair of shoes or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it made the, made the accessibility and fucking easy, you know, like it was just fucking, you could afford it. You yeah. Didn't, you didn't have to resort to fucking crime or anything like that. Largely, yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know, and I did see a lot of that shit going down and, and it'd course. be like, fuck, you know, like fucking... Yeah. But yeah, it's just like... Yeah, you know, I'm very thankful for the, you know, the opportunities I was I was given. Like, fuck, it's just saved my life. You know, like, yes, yeah, I don't know what I would have. Yeah, no, I believe it, man. I believe it. With the with you know with the sponsorships with with Globe with Boost Mobile and all that sort of thing, did it did that all like how has that been managed over the years? Did it dry up? Did it you know like I mean obviously you touched on Globe and they kind of you know they were moving overseas and all that sort of thing. But did you notice things just you know well obviously you would have noticed it, but like yeah, at what stage did things just sort of start you know sort of you know kind of winding back a little bit in terms of you know the sponsorship and just you know the boxes turning up every month or you know every other week. Yeah, it, it kind of it it got to the point where. Um, 
I, I was sick of not being home, you know, because my son, like, when he was born, like, I was at the peak of my travelling, you know, and yeah. I was pretty much away nearly every week, you know, or every second week I'd be away, you know, like interstate or overseas somewhere. And it, yeah, it was, I just felt like I was missing out too much. And yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think when I was in Hong Kong, I fucking wrecked myself and cut all my back open and just Ooh. had all like this gravel rash, you know, sort of on my back. And I was just like thinking, fuck this, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to go home, chill with my boy, you know, my missus and not be fucking sore. Yeah. Having some fucking Asian doctor, you know, like picking yeah. fucking like rubble out of my back with tweezers and shit, oh, you know. And Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like, yeah. How's that experience? How's that experience? Is there like the communication barrier, like the difference? Yeah, in like- yeah. It's just like, and I, he's just like, you you can't go home. You know, you oh. have to clean this before you go. Like you have to. And he was just saying you can't let it, like you can't, you know, can't let it get infected because like the Hong Kong streets, you know, that fucking dirty and mm, yeah, it was just like sandpaper and it just like shredded my like sort of shoulders and my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, like, it was, yeah, and I was just like, fuck. And I'm in the hotel just pretty much, like, scouring, you know, in the bath, getting all this dirt and shit. Oh, that's fucked, eh? Fucking Jesus Christ. Just, yeah, tripping on what the doctor said, you know, like, because, like, we already knew, we, we could see the pollution, you know, and just being there, it's just like, fuck, that is fucking pollution you know like yeah, that that's visible pollution you, it, know? you can yeah. see it yeah, yeah like man. you know it's nothing like melbourne or anywhere in australia yeah. like it was disgusting and it's not just smog it's not some fucking it, yeah, yeah it was like fucking you eat the air pretty much you know yeah, like, right. and yeah yeah and knowing that i'd you know cut myself on these like streets in the city of this joint i was just like fuck yeah, man, those those fucking wounds can get septic real quick and all that kind of shit. Like, yeah, was, totally. Yeah, yeah, definitely, dude, definitely. And it's amazing how and, it's amazing how fucking I suppose kids can ground you too. You know, like just that. You know, yeah. like w- when you have a child, I'm the same. You know, six year old daughter and stuff like that. I suppose I mean, I mean, I had a child later in life and stuff, but you, you know, compared to a lot of people, but um, you know, like yeah, it does it does tend to fucking you know it starts putting things in in greater perspective. You know, like. Oh, Definitely, you know, and yeah. that and that yearning to be with them, you know, like I've been through a lot of fucking ups and downs, you know, separations and damn near divorces over the past, you know, year. You just, you know, even just recently, and it's you kind of like you, you got to pull your head in, you know, you got to kind of go, okay, fuck, I've, you know, I got to work out where it's at, you know, and it, it's here, yeah. it's here with my family. It's, you know, I get that, totally, man. I get that, a hundred percent. What were you doing overseas? Were you doing tournaments? Were you doing? Was it just going over there to skate streets? Like, what was the um? Just yeah, like. Just either um, not it, never any comps or anything. Just like usually demos or like filming photo trips. You know, just yeah, just sort of exposure. You know, like yeah, like spent a um, a bit of time in Taiwan, sort of just doing a lot of shit for like a franchise that kind of like surf, dive and ski, you know that? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, like stores like that, like that this one guy owned just because I think he saw us in Hong Kong somewhere and he's like, 
you guys are fucking cool as and he was right he was our age and like owned all these skate shops owned all these restaurants owned all these cars owned, you know like mm. he was he was like the asian guy from the fast and the furious you know like just yeah, yeah. a cool cunt you know had yeah. the dopest car chicks walking in through like the kitchen of restaurants into like bars and yeah good fellowship yeah totally you know like <laughs> walk through the kitchen but um yeah he was like yep yeah, i want to you know i want you to show my like team of skaters how to how to do it like yeah. so he paid for us you know for like ages to just live there and skate and hang out with the people that he sponsored to like give him a you know a bit more of a heads up of what how to do it like that's incredible and it must be like it must be an incredible thing to even just sit back like just even listening to you tell the story man it's just kind of like fuck being you know being of that age being able to fucking travel you know even if it's just you know even through like asia and shit like that and you know what was the what was what was the style of skating you were seeing over there was it as you know was it as like, uh, you know, I don't fuck, you know, like I don't know the terms and all that kind of shit, but, you know, like when I look at, when I watch your skating and see the vi the videos, the photos, it's such a, you, you know, you it, there's a pace, there's an aggressiveness, there's a fucking, you know, you don't, you, you, you would appear to fear nothing. How did they skate over there when you got there? Yeah, they're, they're kind of like Kung Fu, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of really elegant and like... Yeah you know, very humble and just, yeah, just, it, it, yeah, like it was pretty chilled back then, like it wasn't that big, like basketball was massive, mm, like yeah, it was fucking huge then, yeah, and it was even, it, it was still like 20 years late, you know, like yeah, yeah, after the States, like it was weird, but skating hadn't blown up, but those that were good, yeah, were like, like, like kind of like kung fu kind of, like masters in a way, you know, like, yes, yeah. like just very light and, you know, like. Cerebral light, like artisan yeah, yeah, style yeah, fucking, yeah. With I get the you. wind, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, you know, like just. Yeah. Yeah. Fluid, <laughs> fluid. Yeah, yeah, just like, you know, in a way it, it kind of looked a bit gay, you know, because it was just like a yeah. little bit, yeah, you know, like slow and, but yeah, still like it was, you know, at its. Like it was only starting, you know, but yeah, in its early they stages. got like fucking rippers now, you know, like yeah, dude. Did you um? Did you ever skate Japan? Nah, not Japan. Never made it to Japan. That's nah, but I I do want to go there with um my girl. Like we keep talking about it, you know. She's yeah. been there a few times, and yeah, she's like, yeah, we're gonna go here, we're gonna go there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always imagine fucking skate culture to be quite big over there, you know, like a lot of places of, you know, well, I mean, I suppose once again, a lot of, you know, like a lot of what I know of, I've never been to Japan personally. I was supposed to go a couple of years ago, but it didn't happen. But, um, you know, like just what I see of Japan there, um, you know, beyond hip hop, like, you know, I suppose the Japanese were huge into turntablism and all that kind of thing. But beyond, beyond hip hop itself with skating and stuff, they adopted a lot of the skate brands over there, you know, like I know Supreme and all that kind of shit. But I suppose that kind of stuff took on another fucking life of its own. It's well beyond skating now and all that kind of shit. It's hype beast shit. But, you know, yeah, I just wondered, yeah. if, I wondered if you'd skated there and, you know, that approach, particularly being such a populated, you know, a densely populated city, you know, it'd be an interesting place to, you know, skate, I would imagine. Yeah. Nah, I never went to Japan, but um, Taiwan was 
ha- like was not what I expected and it was like to me Taiwan felt like I was in Japan like yeah it, I don't know if you know much about Taiwan but yeah, yeah it's just like it's like a fucking brand new city it feels like like really? everywhere it's just beautiful clean like granite footpaths yeah you know like nice green parks like clean streets yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that sounds like fucking um singapore like as close to any of those it, countries it's like singapore yeah but okay. just not as sort of yeah. humid and yeah and like jungle like yeah, yeah. i remember when I, yeah when i went to singapore man like i i went from london to singapore in london for a couple of weeks and then in singapore for you know i think four days or something like that and landing going from london to singapore was like going to polar opposites you know you went from a city that was totally cold yeah. cold miserable and old but beautiful like don't get it twisted london to visit is an amazing city and that and densely populated as well but flying into singapore stinking hot looked like it was built by lego you know like it looks so yeah. modern and you know like i remember i fucking i can't i think i spoke to biggie or someone afterwards it was like you know, i was waiting to see astro boy fly across the sky man it was like something out of a manga movie it was like <laughs> post futuristic you know it was just like wow you know and, and clean as yeah. fuck clean as fuck you know like something else where else through asia did you travel um fuck um like Hong Kong a few times. He oh, went. Word. Like I love, yeah, love there. Yeah, um, yeah Taiwan, um, Malaysia, Singapore. Fuck, like heaps of little. Um, well, there's little sort of spots throughout there. Yeah. Uh, that's dope, dude. Like that's... Manila, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all, yeah. yeah like weird, yeah. How was it, how was it culturally going there for you? Just immerse um, yourself, just go in there. Like, did you, was, you know, did you face any kind of, you know, was there any sort of like, oh, no, you can't skate here, you can't skate there? Like, was it, or was it, were they very, you know, very, um, accept- nah, they're, they're very, yeah, they're very accepting. Yep. For, I, I think for anything physical, you know, like, yeah. if, like you could do a backflip in the city and they'll give you space, you yeah, know, just yeah, like, yeah. You, you could break dance, you know, and the, They'll 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 clap because they're like yeah that's cool you know that's like kind of like martial arts you know and yeah just, certainly yeah 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 like there was a lot of a lot of times where in Melbourne I know we would have been kicked out but there they're like they they would make way you know on the footpaths for us and sort of make a corridor like you know mm-hmm. at some spots because it was that crowded but they all just wanted to see what we were doing, you know, because they're like, what the fuck are these guys doing, you know? Like, yeah, definitely. Jumping definitely. over this bench thing, what, you know? And Yeah, yeah. Were the locals bugging? Like, were, were the locals just like, man, what the fuck? What the- yeah, yeah, like the older, you know, they'd look at it like, fuck, yeah, that's cool, you know? Like, yeah. what the hell is it? But that's cool, you know? Like, Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking crazy dude yeah, that's good fun that's crazy well how's fucking how's life these days man you're still getting you i mean you clearly you, well you know i mean following obviously you know surgery and the operation and you know um you know bowel cancer and stuff and all that kind of thing and our blessings to you man like fucking you know we wish you nothing but the best you know but like what's Cheers, man what has you know how's things looking into the future man what are the plans um Fuck, things are good, you know, like we've just like bought a house in this fucking mad little like suburb that is just, it's blowing up at the moment, you know, and 
we've just come in at the you know the right time yeah the right time got a good little property and yeah like we're hoping to sort of just sit here for a while like work on this like it doesn't need anything but we're just going to jazz it up a little sort of yeah sell it move on you know yeah 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 and just like get a, a, a an investment property as well that's what we're sort of aiming for in the next few years just to to do fuck all man you know and just let yeah. fucking let it come in let it work for us you know like yeah that's it because we're both sick sick of working it's like fuck that you know like yeah 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 yeah. So you've had to sort of you've, you've you've now had to sort of take up like you know you obviously got to work. You know what I mean? Fuck man, every country out here we got to pay bills, man. Particularly in the current climate, you know things don't get cheaper. You've had to tell you like you know skating. You're not you're not earn, are you still earning off skating in any capacity? Oh no no I haven't in yeah like fuck a long time. Like I was um doing like sign writing like sign installations for oh, true yeah. 10, 10, 11 years, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Sure. I did the same. Oh, well, I started off in sign writing, wound up in printing, but yeah, I started in sign writing, sign installation and all that kind of shit also. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking weird, man. Like, I went from, like, not giving a fuck of jumping off anything to now I, I think twice about going on a scissor lift or a boom, a knuckle oh, boom, you know, I'm like, yeah. like I'm, I'm really scared of heights these days. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, you know, like straight up, straight up. I remember fucking man, one of my, one of, yeah, one of my first jobs, like out of high school, man, I worked for this place up here and um, we had to go out to the wharfs, you know, like just the port of Brisbane and we're doing one of those big fucking, one of those big crane arms, you know, that the lift, the, they lift the containers off the ships and we go up three yep. stories on a scissor lift, man, and we're right alongside the water it's blowing a fucking gale and we had to do one of those punch signs you know like i mean this is probably old school shit but you'd have to put the fucking paper up and it was serrated and you punch the the fucking um like uh what is it like chalk through the sign and you take you take the paper off and then you'd paint the oh uh, yeah you'd paint the letters yep, on yep. and man i'm fucking up there it's my first time going up and like anything that high being open you know there's no harnesses <laughs> either you'd be harnessed these days but you know there was no harnesses and kind yep. of i was white knuckle man i'm holding on to this scissor lift <laughs> and i remember my boss man he's just like he's like oh you all right jake and i'm like nah man nah <laughs> you're gonna fucking take me back to the ground cut i'm gonna fucking die up here because those scissor lifts too man they'd fucking drop an inch you know, like that, you'd go oh, up and fucked, like, aren't they? Yeah. oh, bro, the hydraulics, it'd be like, and it, it, man, it might drop fucking three mil, but it felt like six inches. It was just like, fuck, hunt, fuck. Like, yeah, I couldn't do it, man. He went up, put me back on the ground and I think they got someone else to go out there and do it. <laughs> Plus it was too windy for us to work on it that day anyway, just for, you know, the materials and shit we had. But yeah, man, uh, I know, I know what you're saying there, dude. Like that's, that's some yeah. shit. I, I actually did that, um like for years with one of my good mates who I skated with yeah. and he's a fucking, he's a psycho. Like, Oh, some cunts love it, eh? Just, it's adrenaline. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but like he's skating, you know, the shit I do, this, like my mate Reesey, like he's fucking nuts, you know, he does like fucking manly shit, you know, but he, he takes fucking crazy slams as well. But um, yeah, yeah, we, we were doing the signs together. So we'd be up on the, like on these lists, the knuckles and the scissors and we'd be like, all right, man. All right, if we fall, hold on till fucking, you know, <laughs> I say, yep, and then jump out as fuck. Like, we'd have plans of, you know. Oh, like, can't, for real. How, how we're going to bail, you know. Yeah, dude. Like, just hold on as long as you can, then jump far away. Like. 
<laughs> that's but it, yeah. dude. Uh, man, I, man I, I know it, dude. I thought the same thing. I remember being there. I was like, man, if this thing tips, I'm diving that way. I'm going towards the water, yeah. not to the concrete. Like you just see it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you see the way out. You see the way yeah. out just in case. It's like, holy shit, I'm going that way, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, dude, I just wanted to touch on, um, like, what was Billboard? Was Billboard your Billboard Skateboards? Was that a small company that you started or a company you started? Yeah, yeah, that's what me and my mate Ronnie started when we started getting in trouble about selling all our boards. When ah, the shops right. were asking our, you know, going like to our sponsor, going, "Hey, how come, you know, we're not selling the boards we've bought off you? Like, but everyone's riding them." And they knew, like, we were selling them. Yeah. But um, because our sponsors were like, dude, you can't do that. You know, you're cock blocking yeah, all yeah. these shops. You know, they're buying fucking thousands of dollars of shit. Yeah. You can't you can't steal their bizzo, you know, and we're like, oh, fuck. So that's, that's why we started standing off the graphics so nobody knew what boards they were. Yeah. And during that time of just having the blanks, Somebody was hanging shit on us, like, like I think one, like my not like a non-skating mate was just like, fucking look at you two, fucking globe, 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 <laughs> you know, hat jumper, you come yeah. to like a fucking billboard, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> and then my mate, my mate Ronnie looked at me like, billboards, billboards, that's a good name for a fucking board company. Yeah. So, and we just made a stencil and sprayed it, you know, sprayed these blank boards that we were sanding. At, like from out of our package, you know, that we weren't really meant to be selling, but yeah, you know, fuck, there was a market there, but um, and that's how Billboard started. Like, we just started stenciling it, and then our sponsors were like, Hey, do you dudes want to do that little project you guys have been doing secretly? Do you just want to do it properly? You know, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was like caught red handed, you know, we're like, Oh. All right, you know. <laughs> so they jerried onto what was going on. Made and then realized we didn't even want to fucking deal with any kind of retail, or yeah. we're just like, man, we don't want to fucking be the dude going into a shop talking to some surfer wanker from you know fucking yeah yeah out here who doesn't know shit about this, telling us how you know what skating is or isn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we just. Like we, yeah, I think we got a thousand and we just like sold, you know, a, like a handful to shops and then just all the rest were just out of the trunk, you know, out of the back of the car. And that's dope. Yeah. And it was good. It was just like, a little hustle they, went again. To good, they went to good people then, you know, and it was like, they yeah. were kind of rare and it was like, yeah, you know, like heaps of crew kept them knowing that, you know. They, like, yeah, wouldn't be many around and stuff, so. Who, who did them? Who, like, was, was that all you, like, all the prints on them, or did you have did you have any actually manufactured? Oh, yeah, what we did, we, um, like, my mate New Rock, he did the graphics for us. It was me and Ronnie. We just, yeah. like, um, just bought a, like, like, went to our, like, yeah, our sponsors, like, hardcore, That that's Globe. But they're like hardcore distribution, and they mm. distribute a lot of stuff as well as Globe. Okay. And um, yeah, so they were like, "Yeah, you know, if you guys want to do this board thing, you know, like you can get your boards cheap through us, get your graphics done through us." And we're like, "Oh yeah, sweet!" And 
we just did our like we were planning to do it big time, but then we just realized, fuck, I don't want, yeah. Well, I realized I was just like, man, I don't want to be the fucking dude. Yeah, you're just not that dude. Going into surf, dive, and ski, then going into fucking this shop and that shop, and you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not the fucking. Well, I mean, you you're a businessman yeah. to some extent, but you know, yeah, you're more the fucking. You're the you're that creative end man. You're you're the creative. Yeah, I'm man, like, you know? what's your action like, man? Oh yeah, I'll swap you for this board. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's it, dude. That's oh, it. Fuck, I don't want to. Yeah, do numbers and. That's it. Well, what's yeah. been what's what's delivery dates and what sort of what's been the last thing over the past couple of years was the de, the device deck was that one of the last kind of things the you know the Jaffa the commemorative Jaffa Jaffa deck was that kind of one yeah. of the last things in yeah. recent times or yeah 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 and it, it's good it's like people keep throwing shit at me you know it's like yeah fucking get off your ass you know it's like yeah yeah get on, you know start skating you know lens like throwing records like start rapping you know it's like. Straight up. It's good. It's it's just like, yeah, you know, like. Yeah. And because he's an old mate who does it, like, he's just like, fuck, I'm going to fucking redo him. He, he actually did it for one of my birthdays, just sort of, yeah, like re-released it and then sold heaps and then kept doing it again. And oh, it's a fucking beautiful deck, man. Looks fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sta- I'll try and grab you one, man. Like, Oh, fuck, honey, if I you still, can. I haven't had one in ages, but, yeah, there's a couple people I want to, yeah. Fuck, man, if there's one of those yeah, around, man, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking hang it on a wall, eh? Fucking hey, man, that's fucking, that's dope, dude. Well, fuck, man, I mean, beyond the house, like, what what are the plans? You're still skating, you're still getting out there, like, you know, what are you thinking about into the future, man? Um, I've been skating a little bit, like, because the, the crazy thing is the house we've bought, within one kilometre radius, there's two six skate parks, yeah. you know, like, yeah. there's one 600 metres away and one 900 metres the other way, Shit. like, and it's... Yeah. And they're both like fucking really good. So yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah, I've skated a, a little bit like you know in the last couple of months, but the last few weeks have just been that fucking cold in Melbourne. Mm, yeah, I haven't really left the lounge room, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. A couple of bugs and with and the lockdown and yeah, bugs, Uber Eats, man, it's fucking on. <laughs> yeah, makes staying at I home did. a fucking joy. <laughs> totally, I've just set up like my little man cave, so I've got my turnies and just. Yeah. Everything's in here, you know, it's like Yeah, yeah. All good, you know. Some beats all night and just yeah. Following the um I mean, following the Miles Go release, have you put any more thought and you know, at people like Lens Encouragement and even, you know, like fucking doing like this podcast and shit, you know, like have you thought anything more about rapping at any point or, you know, is it just you know, is it that is that kind of part done or you know, you're thinking about Yeah, no, no, no. Um yeah, got a couple of things or a few things on the go actually, like Oh, nice. Yeah, getting sort of busy, like getting real busy actually, you know, like sort of. Word? Sick. Sick. Just because I've, yeah, I've got another, um, I'm pretty sure like six months with the medical certificate of just, you know, chill time. So yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to sort of, yeah, trying to pump out, you know, yeah, as much like stuff as I can. Like it's I've got, time. yeah, just like been writing a lot and, you know, recording a fair bit, you know. That's sick, dude. That's sick. A few people around here and there, like. Yep. Yep. Things you think you just keep it under wraps for the time being. See how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. definitely, like very soon, something's you know going to happen. That's um, exciting, man. That's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, man. That's very um, exciting. 
Well, how, how is, like, you know, just on a side note, you just said you've got the medical surgery for the next six months. How is the recuperation from the surgery and, you know, from, you know, post-bowel cancer? Are you, you feeling good? Like everything's fucking um, on, on the I'm up and good, up? man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fantastic news, bro. Body's like, a, you know, like 100%, I think, you know, like. Yep. I, I did a windmill like a few like the other week just to be like <laughs> it's like you know just gauge the body just see yeah. how you know like pull some power moves like, some floor I'll moves see my core you know see if I've still got any core I thought I'd be like a rubber band or something but yeah got a couple of rotations out but that's um that's it that's it nah feeling good you know like that's good man like that really is- good because I I it wasn't until. After the surgery, I noticed how good I was feeling because I didn't realize how shit I I had been. Because yeah, yeah, they actually told me um, like the cancerous tumor thing had been in there for two years. You know, like so they're like, you've you've probably been tired. You know, like, and I was like, fuck, they're right. You know, like because I was like I was working in a um, kitchen. And it was easy as easy work, and I was just like, I can't be fucked doing, you know, and yeah, but had no idea like that was, you know, like there was a cause, there was a reason. Yeah, had I just thought, fuck, I'm just tired, you know, and can't be fucked, like yeah, 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 yeah. Getting, I'm getting older, like you know, like yeah, no, yeah, chalk it up to that, you know, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Fuck, it's got to be a motivating force too, though. Now, you know, coming out the other side of it, you got to kind of just, it's got to be like, fuck, man, I've just survived fucking cancer. Like, man, you know, I'm gonna go out and live this life, go out and fucking get amongst it and do as much as possible. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Like before, I was actually diagnosed with it. Um, I was just, are you good? Oh, you yeah, know, I was just fucking hitting Russ up just to see how long we've been going. Oh, yeah. Okay, work. Yeah, no, we got to start wrapping it up now. The boys have got fucking work in the morning and shit like that. But yeah, no, sorry, you were saying, brother. Sweet. Um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, um, fuck, surviving cancer. You know, cancer being a motivating thing. You know, like just fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Like just before I was actually diagnosed, I was saying to my missus like, "Fuck, I'm getting sick of not doing fuck all." You know, like I'm yeah. just doing fuck all. Like I'm gonna just start doing more shit. And she's like, "Yeah, you know, like." Let's do it, you know, because we were, things were kind of like just, yeah, I, like I felt like I was winding down and I mm. guess because I was just getting more like exhausted and feeling sicker and stuff. But, um, mm. but yeah, it was a good, you know, even before I knew, I was like, yeah, man, I want to do more shit. But listen, man, yeah, fuck Jaff. All right, we're back, we're back rolling, man. We just fucking, for those listening that have made it, you know, that, that have made it through this fucking, um, you know, this epic conversation, man, with an absolute fucking iconic Australian, man, a legendary, you know, legendary Melbourne skater, MC, B-boy, writer, all that kind of shit. I mean, I suppose there's so much more we can touch on, bro, but, you know, it's getting late up here in Brisbane. We've all got to fucking get up and, you know, it's getting late down there. It's getting late across this country, man. I, man, I, listen, I can't thank you enough for your time, your contributions, man, give you all our blessings. Likewise, bro. You know, all our blessings for your health and the future and all that sort of, brother, and, man, like, fucking thank you for everything, man. Is there anything? You, man. Anything you wanted to leave us with, just right quick. Any shout outs, any fucking anything. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, man. Like, fuck, this opportunity's been fucking mad, you know? Oh, no, sick, man. It's fucking been a grouse night, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Better than fucking, yeah, better than fucking COVID lockdown, all this kind of fucking nonsense. You know, a little bit of positivity in the fucking amidst the madness, I suppose, you know? Yeah, that's it. But, um, yeah, just, I don't know, you know, big love to fucking everybody, you know, just. 
heads up, everybody, and yeah. That's it. Keep on keeping on. Stay where, positive. That's it. That's it, brother. Where can we find you on uh, just shout out your social medias and all that sort of shit so people can get at you? Um, I'm just on Instagram, Okay. actually. Yep. Yeah, but um, just as Jaff Curtis, like J-A-F-F underscore Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S. Excellent. Well, anyone listening yeah. to this, anyone listening to this, they can go to our social media. You'll be tagged in everything we post. They can find you via at Beers Beats the Beers. You'll see it everywhere. And listen, Jaff, bro, thank you for everything, man. Fucking, you know, everything you've thank done. Thank you, bro. Thank you for sharing your story, man. And fucking anytime you come to Brisbane, man, you've always got a place, you know, just holler at us and let's fucking get amongst it one day. Word. Sounds fucking mad, man. Excellent, brother. All right, just hang in there. I'm just going to fucking hang this up and I'll, we'll just wrap things up off the mic. But, yeah, man, that's been Beers, Beats and the Biz for another week and uh, we, will catch you, we will catch you very soon. Jeff C. Peace.